Hello, and welcome to another episode of Houston, We Have a Podcast. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be doing, fuck, I don't even know what the theme, I've been trying to like, figure out what to call this theme. I think it's <laughs> social engineering plus propaganda plus social manipulation in film. I don't know if that covers it properly. We'll get into it. Uh, we have Paulo, as always, and we have uh, returning guest Colin, uh, who was on previously when we talked about electing world leaders. Um, and we have new guest Andrew. Welcome, guys. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks. Is that the first time you called me out in the intro? I (laughs) was re-listening to our last one, and I kind of remember that I keep, like, introducing myself and then the guest and never you. So, I made a point of doing this. 30 episodes. (laughs) Wow. I've gotten there. We're making progress every episode. Um, That's funny. This is such a, like, a ball buster. It's like, fuck like, I was waiting, I was waiting for the talk about me and everyone else, <laughs> right? Fucking. Um, and Andrew, sorry. Yeah, that's fucking. Uh, you're new to the podcast, right? Uh, to introduce our guests, we usually have them uh, kind of introduce yourself with a movie character and a movie that intro- like represents you as a person. Uh, so, who would you pick? Um, McCready. Hey. Okay. The Are Thing. Nine, John Carpenter's The Thing. McCready, yeah. Have you seen the thing? I don't think so. Why would you? Why do you pick that one? He's just badass, man. <laughs> he's just like he's, he's just a like a, yeah. He's just like the ultimate badass out there in that like Antarctic outpost, right? Just calling things right from the start, right? Gets on the sense of that thing, right? And takes it right down to the end and blows it out of that fucking ice cave. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great, right? It's right. a good movie. Yeah. Have you seen the remake? I haven't seen the remake. No, I didn't want to spoil it, right? Like, I don't know. Sometimes it, you, you don't want to watch the new one. Basically, yeah. it's just like an alien, a shape-shifting alien. It could take the form of like any of the guys in the at the the at the base camp. Place. Okay, yeah. yeah. So they're trying to like figure out who's who's the alien and just stay alive and because it's killing everyone, cool. right? And it can impersonate people, right? And so they're all like fucking paranoid and they don't know who the thing is, right? Yeah. And they're like totally isolated out in this camp, right? They have to develop, like, tests on how to, like, you know, figure out who the thing is, right? And they're all paranoid, and they're locking each other up in different sheds and shit. They're all all fucking, you know, they don't know who the thing is, right? So it's just, like, it's a real good, like, movie and, like, kind of uh, gets people on, like, you know... It's kind of like a paranoid movie, but it's yeah. also like a horror movie. It's like yeah. a mystery, too, and it's Seems a good one. Like I can't believe I haven't seen it. I, I yeah. mentioned this last John Carpenter, it's man. Like my wife's favorite genre is horror. And like, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, I've never seen this yeah. movie. It's older, but right? it's a good one. Is it like 70s, 80s? Yeah. Like 80s. No, 80s. 80s, maybe? Or maybe 78? It was like early 80s. Oh, really? I yeah. thought it was 70s, but maybe. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I but, but the, like, the, the CGI or special effects, like, they're good for the time. It was all practical special yeah, effects. It's not, yeah, because it's not computer-generated. No. They just made those things. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great animation. Yeah. 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 Well, before we talk too much about the thing, <laughs> 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 um, what about, is there a movie uh, that uh, represents you? I'm assuming it's not the thing. Oof. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, a movie represents me. Like, uh, you know, I like a whole bunch of a whole bunch of movies for sure. But one that really defines me is hard to put out there. But I'll shoot out there the last movie that I was like, yeah, man, this is a cool movie, and like I like this movie, and like it's pretty sweet. I don't know if it really represents me, but the last movie I really like is uh, Pacific Rim from 2013. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Would you oh, like good. to share, Paula? 
I don't know. I've said this many times on the podcast, but I'm, I'm in that movie. No way. I was an extra. They filmed it in Toronto. No way. Yeah. You can't cool. see my face. You don't know it's me until I tell what you. What is it? What is it? I'm like some helicopter uh, ground crew guy. <laughs> yeah, I just got cool. rained on for a whole weekend. It was great. No way. Yeah, that's, that's a great movie. Cool. That's a really so good movie. I, I approve of your choice of movies. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That's the last one I was like, yeah, that's an awesome movie. That's oh. really neat. That's a really cool experience. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Is that your first time being an extra? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, in like random TV shows. Yeah. And stuff. That's yeah. cool. Do you ever do that shit too? No. No? I was in a commercial when I was like six years old. No shit. I was a photographer. Okay. That's pretty cool. You were in a commercial? I was in, yeah, a couple commercials because my aunt ran like a charity and she ran out like the marketing for it. So there was this one where they were like selling, it's a famous charity in Saskatchewan, uh, but they were selling like clothes. And so I was the photographer and everyone else was models. And then I had a line at the end and I forget what it was, but I turned to the camera and I did something. Cool. What I wouldn't give to see that. I that have looked for that video, but. <laughs> Reach out to fucking like the movie station, like the, sorry, the TV station. They'll find it all. One day. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. You gotta have that. Right? <laughs> you know, like you have kids in the future, you're gonna be like, look. <laughs> right? I'll just have to be in more commercials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just have bigger achievements. No, but like the first, the first one, like that's special, man. That's real special. That's cool. Um, okay, so before we get into our main topic, uh, we usually do a roundtable on stuff we've seen recently. Um, so, who has a movie that they've watched recently that they want to talk about? Go for it. You know what? Um, I saw two more recently, and, well, I've seen a few, actually, because I saw all the Toy Story series. Remember, mm-hmm. I think the last time I was here, I was saying I haven't watched, like, any kids' movies, because, like, I knew <laughs> one day I was going to be watching that all the time, so it's, like, becoming that time now, right? So we went through the whole Toy Story series, and that was good. But two other movies that I saw for myself was I saw The Joker, and I saw uh, Parasite. Right? Oh, nice. I don't know if you guys saw either of those oh, yeah. yet. We've I haven't seen Parasite yet. Oh, you yeah. haven't seen Parasite? Yeah. You haven't seen it? No. Yeah, it was good. Because uh, like, I remember I, I I heard about it somehow. I think I was just looking up for good movies. And I was like, okay, this one. And this was before they won the Academy Award. And I guess they won it like a week after we watched it. So okay. I was like, oh, cool. That was neat. Right? But uh, I remember watching that. And the Joker, I found they were very similar themes. Right? In the Joker, sense that, yeah. yeah, it's just, just like in the Joker how – there's that guy, he's all fucked up, and you can see, like, the aftermath and, like, what he'll actually do as a result of being all fucked up, right? And then I see it kind of, like, running in parallel with Parasite, where you have these, like, poor scum of society taking advantage of the rich, at least that's how they portray it in the movie, right? Like, that's what they're making it seem like, and just how, like, both, in both movies, how there's, like, that guy flip out at the end, and you don't know, like, it. I, I don't want to. Okay, so wow. so like, ew, it's it's just it's just cool. Like it's like para, like runs in parallel, right? Okay. So he's just uh, showing like, you know, like how someone who can be like really down on themselves and like what it can result in, and it's just like, oh, like it's pretty intense. It's pretty powerful stuff, yeah. right? So I don't know. I I, I like them both. It's cool. For that reason it's since our last crazy. episode when you said you never watched superhero movies and now you've yeah. watched a superhero movie which one joker, joker. <laughs> oh you know what that's true <laughs> but i counts. i watched the batman once i like oh batman you did ones. I like did. since the last podcast no not since then oh like the 89 one you're oh okay about, right? no i'm talking about the more the christian bell christian bell oh, okay. right? 
Yeah, so I, I liked all three of those. Like, I did. But, like, with Batman, they try to make it more... Grounded like, in reality. Yeah. A little more yeah. darker. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. And, darker. and it's, yeah, it's darker and it's... People like, aren't flying around and, like, shooting yeah, lasers yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, it's still, like, fresh, <laughs> but, like, it's, like... Something, yeah, okay. Right? <laughs> okay. That one, I will. Well, they're just great movies, yeah. too, right? Like, the yeah, Dark Knight they Rises really are. And the one with Bane, like, yeah, they're both fucking awesome. really good. Movies. Yeah, I remember with the first one, though, when it came out, like Batman, the first one, yeah, I, I didn't see it. Like, uh, I saw it later, but I was like, that's fucking lame, <laughs> right? And then, uh, when the Joker one came out with the trailer, I, I remember I saw that one before I saw the first one, I was like, that's a fucking good movie. Right, so then you I called went, it. Yeah, so I went <laughs> back and watched the the first one. Right, I was huh. like, yeah, it was pretty good too. Right How about you guys? What have yeah. you seen lately? Uh, well, I saw Knives Out recently. What's I don't know that? if you guys have seen no, it. It's no, like a good old uh, murder mystery type movie, a whodunit. Um, uh, it has a lot of uh, I don't know. It has a good cast. Uh, James Bond is in it, not like the character James Bond, but like <laughs> Daniel Craig who plays James Bond. Right. Um. Uh, Chris Evans. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, he plays Captain America among a lot okay. of other things, and um, it's directed by Ryan Johnson, who did uh, the second, the what? Second of the new Star. Wars. Second of the new Star Wars movies that everyone hated. I've mm. never seen any of them. I know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, um, yeah, it was a really good movie. It's uh, a lot of twists and turns. It's like I, I'm really into like the whole. Uh, mystery type movie like there was yeah. like I watched I, I went on like a binge of like there was like Zodiac um, which com- completely different in tone but um, similar type of stuff um, we were talking about this on the way down because like with Parasite how it's like a foreign movie my wife and I we were actually going on binges watching foreign movies because mm. like we couldn't find like anything that we wanted to watch that we hadn't seen already mm. so we started going in other like yeah. areas but then how you're talking about mystery and how you like that we were actually talking about this on the way down. So, like, we, we found a whole bunch of, like, Norwegian and, like, Danish, Whoa. like, mystery movies. Okay. So they have a Which, lot of, like, noir, like, mystery movies, yeah. What's that? They're they, known like, for they that? They kind of specialized in, like, Okay. Yeah. But, like, huh. yeah, we saw a bunch of them, and, like, they're all good. Like, like if you want to see, like, some good movies, just look up, like, Norwegian mystery films. I can't even tell you the names. I don't remember. Okay. No, I'll just but, like, Google that. <laughs> yeah, just be, like, the better, the better Norwegian and, like, Danish mystery yeah. movies. And you'll see a bunch. Because like, they saw, have like, a lot of authors there who, like, write books yeah. there, and then they get made into movies. So it's, like, yeah. they have a lot of good source material to work with. Yeah, because, like, I saw maybe, like, I want to say, like, seven or eight different movies from there. I was, like, all good. I was, like, wow. sweet. When's the last time I've seen a fucking good movie? It's like <laughs> yeah. it never fucking happens. Like well, it happens, but it's not all was frequent. It, was right? that and then girl with the dragon tattoo? Is that all like Danish? Yeah, it is. Yeah, Swedish. Swedish. Yeah, so it's like so it's kind of like in yeah, that, yeah, that like ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Different, but I totally on that same yeah. like path, plane or well, to- totally. I think uh, Knives Out is probably very different from those, but I would still recommend it. It was probably if I had watched it last year, it would have been on my top ten easily. It's on my top ten this cool. year. Yeah. Oh, right. shit, Last year. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Probably been like second or third. Yeah, no, really liked it. That's cool. Yeah. Um, movie I watched uh, that I. So, you talked about Parasite. Um, yeah. After the Oscars, Bong Joon Ho. Did you, you said you saw that one. You liked yeah, it? Yeah, I saw it. It was my favorite yeah. movie last year. I loved it. Yeah? Um, but last, he actually. Last, added in, like 2019? Yeah. 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 Okay. I saw that too. Uh, okay. Oh, he no was shit. in town, actually. No you shit. saw him. That's cool. Um, but after he won the Oscar, he actually gave it to the director of Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Uh, which is a movie that I had heard a lot about, but had not wanted to watch because it's. So he gave it. To he her. gave his award to her, being like, "You deserve this more than I do." 
his best international <laughs> film because like he, he did loved, he? He loved his her movie so much. No um, way. And he respected like the filmmaking behind it. Um, and I had heard that it was really good, and it took me a while because it's a period piece. That's a really powerful move yeah. from a director. It's so he also won, like, arrogant. <laughs> it's so arrogant. Whoa, yeah? Oh, man. Like, look at the balls. It'd be like, be like, okay, someone is giving me a war, but it's like saying that, like, no, I'm going to trump <laughs> that entire decision-making process and usurp that. <laughs> and give the award to who I deem fit. Well, I think what a powerful there. move. It is It is taking the power of yeah. the whole award, right? It's yeah. Essentially, it's becoming his award now. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, technically, it was his award. He could award it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, it seems like the most like heroic moment ever in like, all of movie award history, right? I, I don't know. Like, no, but, like, it, but like, that's like what, how he's trying to portray it. He's that's like, how he's portraying yeah, it. He's like, look at me. I'm fucking above all you. Look what I'm fucking doing. Right? <laughs> right. It's fucking true. Right, right, it is. It is. Fucked it's up. a good way to take it. It's, it's <laughs> right. a good way to take it and make a scene of it. Like yeah. for him. It's a good way to actually take the attention. Well, it's, a, it's surprising. I didn't hear about yeah. this at all. Like I didn't know either. Because you know what? It would have been more obscure if it was just some dude who won some award, right? <laughs> but now it's a dude who gave his award away. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I, I, the story. <laughs> I, I think the story is he was just drunk at the after party and he was like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> more than I do. And <laughs> took it back after. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't actually know the story that way. Well, um, so based on that, would you would you agree with his decision? <laughs> Here's the thing. It's, it's a period piece romance. It's like definitely not the type of movie that I usually like, but it's incredibly well made. Is it from a different era? Like, when was it made? Like, last year. Oh, last year. But it's so, set in like... It's set in like the, I don't know, 1800s, like Victorian era yeah. or something. Is it like in England or something? Or? It's in France. Oh, like, yeah. it's a French movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's just, like, four women on an island, and two of them fall in love, and it's a romance story. <laughs> but it's just, like, some of the camera work on the scenes is just really, really good. And, like, I think when I'm watching something, I can just appreciate it. I'm like, this just looks good. And it's cinematography. Really good cinematography, but also just the way that they're telling the story. Right. Um, I don't know, like, if you guys have seen Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. Uh, well, there's a really cool way that Indiana Jones gets introduced to you, like, you don't see his face, and it builds the character up. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of reminded me how they... It reminded me of that, the way they introduced one of the characters in this movie is like you hear her, they talk about her, they see like a painting of her where her face has been scratched out, and then you see her from like behind with a hood up in the first time. It's just like little things like that about how the camera works and how they tell the story. It's just like it was really well done. Right. Um, the story itself is very, very straightforward. Right. Um, but just really good filmmaking. So yeah, I appreciate it on that level. Okay. See, yeah, art. That's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I saw that Joker too in theaters. I thought it was pretty good. I thought you didn't like it. I didn't like it that much. It was okay, but, like, I don't know. It didn't, to me, do, like, the actual, like, the villain of the Joker justice, right? Yeah. Like, he's too vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the real Joker is more, like, in my mind, like, the the Dark Knight Joker, right? Like, more, yeah. like, on top of the game. Like, not so subject to, like, not so, like, vulnerable to his mental illness, but, like, more, like, cunning with his, like, you know kind of deviancy, right? I know what you mean, but then at the same time, like, it's meant to be, like, this is how he became. And then that one moment, because, like, I agree with you almost completely, yeah. like, the, the movie's kind of like, uh, like, okay, but then when it gets up to that climax, when he just goes fucking, like, crazy on those dudes in his apartment and stuff, right. like, that's pretty intense, and I like that. Like, for, yeah. for me, it was like, okay, that's, yeah, like, that's badass, that's how I anticipate the Joker to be, so, like, I wonder right. if that's, like, because I heard they're going to make another one. Yeah. Right. If he has that mentality right from the beginning, like showing right. that like climax, and see what the full potential of his yeah. uh, insanity is. Yeah, right? like it seems like 
That would be. I would definitely want to see yeah. that second one. I just. Did. I don't know. I. I just feel like Joker's more composed than what I've seen in the latest Joker. It's. It's definitely a different take. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because right. yeah. yeah. we're all used to the the yeah. Christopher Nolan Joker. And right. That, yeah. That Christian Bale or yeah. Christian yeah. Bale. No, the the director Christopher Nolan. Okay, but yeah, okay, Christian yeah. Bale, uh, yeah. Batman, yeah. and right. well, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah. 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 That was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's just yeah. like the most like I don't know I could just like feel him the most but I mean I'm sure there's been debated like to the <laughs> yeah. nines right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into our main segment, uh, or I guess lead up to our main segment. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna talk a little bit about how movies manipulate audiences and like how they push certain views that the audiences or whoever is or sorry directors or whoever's making or paying for the film uh, is pushing for. But before we do. I want to kind of get on the same page of what you guys uh, find is your worldview and kind of if you were in charge of a propaganda uh, organization or a country's propaganda, how would you want to manipulate society? So maybe just a little um, level setting on on what our (laughs) views in the world are. Uh, So I kind of want everyone to take a couple minutes to explain how you would want the world to look like if you were in charge Um, and maybe give some examples to put this back into film. Um, some examples of movies where maybe a character has portrayed what you want people in the world to look like, um, or a scene, or something like that. Yeah. So, let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you go first, Carson. You okay. Go first, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I've classified my worldview in three words, and I'll explain this because it's probably not the best words to choose. Um, individuality, causality, and relativity. Um, what I mean by that is, I, I love individuality. I want to live in a world where everyone is kind of the 110% version of themselves, where it's like, I don't care what everyone else wants me to be. I don't kind of fit into certain norms. It's just like, I am who I am, and I don't care about other people being something else, or other people don't care about me being myself. I'm just 100% who I am. Yeah, that's um, cool. That's ca- powerful. Causality. I don't like, I think maybe consequences may be a better word. I don't like the idea of justice or words like should because i just think like the world is the way the world is things happen because like a plus b equals c not because there's a certain karma or justice or i, I think the concept okay. of justice and revenge in our society is kind of holding us back like uh, i don't know maybe hard to explain but we keep like trying to get on a moral high seat and be like you should be like this we should be acting like this people deserve this i'm like no, let's just take the actions that are going to get the result that we want to get. Yeah. Um, a good example of that would be like the prison system. If you wanted to justify to me that the death penalty is worth it, I would accept the argument, but only if you came at it from an angle of like the death penalty results in less crimes and that's what we're getting and it works as a deterrent. As opposed to forcing like an emotion on you. As yeah, as opposed to, to being like these people committed a crime and deserve to die. And you yeah. must hate them. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so, like it's like my way or no way, right? Yeah, so it's not necessarily about yeah. justice. It's like, it's like I'm trying to get an end result. Yeah, yeah. Like um, understanding, that, like being able to talk logic instead of just forcing something on. Like somebody. that you said yeah. that. Maybe I should go next. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the relativity piece, what I meant by that is like, I don't believe in a universal good or bad or good or evil. I, I think those are terms that everyone makes up for themselves. And we kind of have the sense of like, somebody is good or somebody is evil. And when I can classify somebody as evil, I can say, I can justify whatever I want against that person because they're evil. But in reality, I think like people all have their own views. They all see themselves as good. If we look at the Joker, like he probably would not have seen himself as an evil person. He's just 
itself. He's doing his thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so really is what it, I wanted to say. Is that postmodernist? Okay. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Keep on going. Throwing out big terms for us. So to ground this in movies, um, there's a couple scenes that I think kind of portray this. Uh, one is in the Lego movie. Um, so there's a scene in the Lego movie where they go to a kind of society of what they call brick masters, or I forget what the term is. Uh, but it's like Shaquille O'Neal and Abraham Lincoln and like spacemen and zombies, and they're all like in this society living together, and they're just like they're themselves and they're doing their thing. I was like, that's great. Like everyone, not just a bunch of people wearing plaid and jeans, all like looking the same and feeling the same. Everyone's super different, but coexist. And then the other part of that, um, somebody who portrays this is a Adam Driver movie called Patterson. Uh, Basically Patterson, he is a bus driver who does poetry. Um, (laughs) And this whole movie is just him going to work, driving a bus, writing poetry on his off time, and then like talking to people. Um, Every night he has the same routine. He goes home walks his dog, stops for a beer at the bar on the way home, and then goes home to his wife, who's kind of like a nut job, but she's, he's just kind of like, yeah, do your thing, I support you. <laughs> um, and it's just like, he does, he knows who he is and what he wants his life to be, and then he's like completely unfazed by anyone else wanting to do anything else with their life or wanting to like have different values, and he's just like, I am who I am. So hmm. that's that's my worldview. It's really uh, it's moral. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. Cool. After you guys. What I thought you said you wanted to go next. I was, okay, I was half joking, but sure, I'll go next. <laughs> uh, my, mine's very short, very simple. Um, so I, I kind of wanted to relate it to a movie character, just um, I feel like that would be the easiest way to get it across. So I, I was thinking of like Spock <laughs> from Star Trek. So yeah. he's like, his species is uh, just very logical, just straight to the point, all about efficiency. Like, um, if I can... Um, there's there's a stand-up bit by Ronnie Chang. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He was in that movie Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. I haven't even seen it, but I just know that he's in it. I've seen a bit of it, and I was like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't care about that movie, but he does stand up, and he has yeah. a bit where it's like, where he he's choking about like we need an Asian president because he's American, and he's like, you see the one who did the Netflix one where it's like Asian man. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. And he's like, Asian like, Asian president. It would be like. Uh, it's just no hate, no no hate, no emotion. Just like this is wrong, this is fucked. Get rid of that, fix that, and <laughs> and it would be like just there's no there's no no prejudice, no hate. It's just this is what's wrong, and you need to fix that. It's just all about logic and like um, and basically uh, just the most straightforward way of solving a problem. So that's that's my whole thing. That's cool. Fucking Spock! I've never even yeah. I know you got in the track. Spock, yeah. I just yeah. seen a Star Trek video. Well, I, sorry, I should clarify because Spock is like completely on one extreme. Right. Where I also want some fun in my world, <laughs> but I couldn't think of a like a good balance of like a Spock that has fun. So I just left it as Spock, a fun Spock. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Like I never even watched Star Trek at all. But I used to watch it. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a kind of like utopian kind of setting where there's yeah. no more like material want, right? It would be kind of like a society in that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Check it out, man. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. good. Because like I do know of Spock though, and like I know how it's like. Yeah. He's super logical. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, not a huge Star Trek he's, he's fan. Cool, I can dude, I can man. imagine him being pretty badass. 
Oh, you're, dude, he's pretty cool, man. He, removed, he marooned Kirk on this one I seen not too long ago, man. I was like, man, you fucking marooned Kirk. <laughs> he, just, he just did what he had to do. <laughs> like, if I don't do this, these people are going to die, so I'm just going to do it. <laughs> That's cool. Fucking Spock, eh? That's cool. Yeah, so... Um, How about you, Connie? Yeah, I'll go up. Um, see what it's you like got. my worldview. It's like... I kind of went down like a few different paths, right? So like I kind of talked a little bit about this the last time I was on, but um, there's this book by Frederick Bastiat called The Law, and it's basically like the foundation of libertarianism. So if you're like a fan of being like a libertarian or that type of like thought in uh, politics wise, like they say you're supposed to read this dude's book every year. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's only 40 pages, and okay. it's just like um, a quick summary of like how things should be. And like the basic premise is everyone has the right to defend his person, his liberty, and his property. And then when you think about it, that's almost like the foundation of the U.S. Constitution, right? It's like that, and it's like most, I guess, <clears throat> literal form, I think is like the most beautiful thing or like the way it so is like constitutionalist. Yeah, 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 for sure. But like to be able to live like that just seems like it could create such a great society. So like the thing is a lot of it I feel is not as followed as it could be today, but like in its like original form of like how you read it, it just seems like such like the perfect place to have. So then it takes me back to also what I was talking about last time. If I had to be one character it'd have to be William Wallace. Mm-hmm. So like and just like when I think of a, like a a world view like it's almost just like if someone could take like that personality all the time what would that like, be like benevolent warrior king well it's more <laughs> just kind of like you know it's it's someone fucking someone fucking with him they, they raped and killed his wife and then he came back and like led a whole revolution against the system that was able to do to do that to somebody so right. it's just like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna stick up for my family and fucking lead all these people to make that end forever. Like it's just like such the perfect, like most moral benevolent. high ground I think you could take and just do whatever the fuck it takes. It's like benevolent right. benevolent dictator? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so, if that's what it is. Then yeah. <laughs> right? But like but like that's my world view and then I always have to take it back to that movie, right? It always has to be Braveheart. Wow. Just does. Do like you think? For me. Would you feel like? Let's imagine uh, a world where William Wallace was our uh, prime minister. <laughs> How yeah, would be pretty? That'd yeah, be pretty good. You'd be on board with that. Yeah, yeah, I would. Because like I just see it being a just society, right? It just means he doesn't take bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> right. So so it's just like fucking have morals, like be good, or like if you're not, like we'll fuck with you, <laughs> right? <laughs> like there's something seriously wrong if you're not. So that's what I like, right? And then, like, I'm thinking, like, another good worldview, you know, like, purge of all SJWs. <laughs> purge. Purge. Purge of, like, I have my notes, like, purge of male vegans and vegetarians. Purge. <laughs> I think it's a good time to tell you, uh, me and my girlfriend are just becoming vegan. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because, like, 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 I'm always just saying, it's just like, come on. Like, like I understand for the girls, because it's just like, ah, like, I care about the animals. Right, but for a dude, it's like, come on. But dude. for people's like, individual go. freedoms, right? It's like, don't even True, give a fuck about like, those like, like, you need choices. me. So, like, so I got, I got like, a question for you here. Because 
your your first half of your statement is around if you fuck with me, I'll fuck with you. Yeah. But you're talking about <laughs> fucking with SJW, so and they have the right to come back at you. Yeah, well, 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 like, what if there was like a vegan <laughs> William Wallace that just tired of your shit? <laughs> I love it. Wow. But like, funny. I don't know. The, the way that I see it, though, is like it's all kind of one way together, right? It's like William Wallace is like, you need to live this way, and it's like, yeah, that includes this. <laughs> that was my other question, is because I was talking about not having a universal good or bad, but like in your world, there's definitely like, here is what good means. <laughs> more towards like how do you find your individuality 
when you're amongst the group as opposed to just being like, fuck everyone else, I'm going to go away. Right. But there's also the school of thought where, you know, I can go play a little bit devil's advocate here, but like maybe some people don't know how to best use their individuality. And with like assistance, they could actually be more fruitful. How... It's, it's interesting. It's a dangerous how, line. How, how, dangerous would, how would you assist a person into uh, finding their individuality? Like, well, like you could just like streamline them into something that was like a little bit more uh, productive. Like, I mean, this is one of those things where it's like it's hard to under, it's hard to figure out where the line is. Like, there's always like benefit to help and assistance, right? Yeah. And like social like, services, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And like sometimes if those social services are united in a way which can direct the benefit of the good of a society, right? Society can really hit like major milestones and major projects through like great public works, right? And we've seen these different types of public works. They're more historical and they're more like, you know, huge endeavors that happen maybe like once a century or whatever. But there is a certain level, I think, uh, you know, when you streamline the needs of society to like, the individuals kind of accommodate that. It's one of those things. It's like, does society accommodate individualism or does individuals accommodate the goal of society? Where does that line get drawn? Yeah, you need to find the perfect balance. Yeah. Totally. Now relate that to a movie. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's true though. Right, right, right. What right, is a right. movie? <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. You don't have to. No, you know what? Like, this is probably a pretty classical one, and it's probably pretty one well understood on this topic would be, like, say, Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. okay. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, say, Starship Troopers, you look at that, because that's, like, a pretty political movie, too, when you look it like is. it's got that whole back course of, like, you know, citizenship and, like, infantry and that having to serve. You can even break that down to, like, okay, that whole concept I just talked about, like, individual servant society, that can be broken down into such a rudimentary thing as, like, military service for two years like they do in Korea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Or like they do in Israel or something like that. So that could be like a level of service that, you know, you could be debated on like whether those are actually good things because, hey, I do that mandated service and it leads me to like a field that I discovered that I love and gives me a in on a technical field that, boom, shot me to the moon because I got that in by like doing that time on something that I was kind of forced to do versus, you know, just like straight like, you know, Hands off, nothing like. Yeah, I mean, you could whatever, also right? argue, like, have that same argument for the education system. Like, sure. Some people don't want to go to school growing up, but yeah. if like, you get forced to do like math and science sure. and educate or like uh, physical activity and those like along the way, you find a passion. Right. So exactly. 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 Taking another level, sure. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, that's like a movie there. Yeah, Starship Troopers. That was just a great. I movie. was joking, but that was a great example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good awesome. movie. Um, okay, so now to kind of shift into like the second part of this conversation, which is just like how movies reinforce somebody's worldview and kind of impose it on other people. Um, I don't have any leading, like, so I have some examples of how these show up in film and what your thoughts on them, but I, I know you guys are calling, you have a few thoughts on this as well, so I'll let you just kick it off there. Me? Okay, let's do this. I wrote down a bunch of different things here. Just I didn't want to forget a lot of this, right? So, so, so what, what, what was this? That, what, bring that up again. It's, oh, sorry. So what yeah. we wanted to talk about was like how in film, right, okay, you manipulate yeah. somebody to feel a certain way. And there's right. like obvious examples like this. There was propaganda films in Nazi Germany, right? Up yep. to like just your average kids movie today, where they're going to be enforcing some type of worldview. Uh, maybe you agree with it, maybe you don't. 
whether or not you agree with it very much impacts whether you see this as like a good thing or a bad thing. Right. Yeah, here I got a bunch of things in here, and I think you'll be able to play off a lot of the shit that I wrote in here, because I just wrote a big list, and I talk about all of this stuff, right? Yeah, go for it, man. Okay, so, but, um, okay, so, this was, um, and, like, I haven't seen, it's, like, this is, this one's pretty intense for me. So, it's First Man. Did you see that movie? The recent one. With the yeah, the recent yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see it? No. Nope. It's like it's about the moon landing. Right. Isn't right. There some kind of like China stuff yeah, so, on there. Yeah. So yes. The big thing with the, that is they never planted the American flag on the fucking moon. <laughs> right. I heard about um, this one. Yeah. This is like so like for me like it, it's such a shame because like first man like that looked like such a badass trailer. I was like that's yeah, because that's because the Chinese studios didn't. Yeah. Want, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh, wait, you're talking about something yeah. that I didn't hear about. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Because of the pro, we're just talking about propaganda movies. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So then when you when I think the moon landing, and then this is what I thought my entire life. It's like the moon, the fucking guy comes down, and he fucking plants the American flag. It's like the most iconic fucking image of probably all of mankind. Like, it truly is. It's the greatest feat we've ever had. Wow. That's the most iconic thing. You know? Yeah. And then it's not in the fucking movie. Wait till he finds out like, Stanley Trubick like, like filmed it in like <laughs> Yeah, I, I, know, right? I know, right? Like if it, it turns out to be fake, you know, I'll, I'll take this all back. Did you hear right? Russia? But, like Russia was like legit like we're going back to the moon to see if the US actually if the flag there. is there. Yeah. Like they're like you, they you don't think they it. went. You could take a telescope. <laughs> awesome. You know what's funny? The conspiracy theory is like centered well, one of the biggest pieces of evidence about uh, the it, it's about the flag not actually flapping in the wind because it's it's on the moon there's, there's no, no there's no yeah. wind yeah. Yeah. yeah you know I've seen all I've seen all the conspiracies and it's very compelling but well, until that's proven <laughs> okay. yeah until that's proven and and like you know like yeah it totally is compelling yeah. but yeah no, but until I mean, it's proven that is the greatest feat humankind has ever had well 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 right? like I always point to this video here like who's filming this when they leave the moon like who's filming that I don't know. That doesn't seem like that's the moon landing, is it? Yeah, it is. Like, who's yeah. filming that thing when it goes? Unless they left. Yeah, the that's true. The shuttle taking off. Yeah, like from the moon, sir. Who's filming that? Unless they set up a camera there with a motion sensor. Yeah. So what's actually really interesting is... <laughs> I, I, no, I, I work... This is actually very interesting, and I think you guys will appreciate this, and I think I may have mentioned it to you before. Maybe. But I used to work with, um, like, a future... Uh, he was a futurist, right? Yeah. He was a really good guy. And when, he, when I was talking with him... He was telling me the way it is that they predict the future and technology is just watching what NASA does. Because when NASA's doing it, then, you know, 10 years later, that's the shit that they'll be pushing down into the corporate world and the consumer world. Well, yeah, they've always had so, technology. Why yeah, not? Yeah, but yeah, so it's, it's just it, it's interesting. So, so, like, so, like, basically thinking about that concept, though, seems as though that, that technology easily could have been there, like a camera with a motion sensor to watch it go up or even, right? So yeah, whatever, I don't know. Back to your point, I I fucking love the moon landing. It's one of my favorite like That's things nice. that humanity has done. I have like moon over there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Sorry? I don't give a shit about the flag planting like at all. <laughs> it's like a moon. I have like, a sculpture of the moon over there somewhere. Oh, uh, oh I see it. Okay. Um that movie was not at all about patriotism. Um I I understand that a lot about the space race <laughs> was about the Cold War and it was very, very political. Yeah. Uh I, so to me, it just should have been. It's it's a shame because I really. That's not to what the movie was about, though. But it should have been. Like it didn't need that, to be. That goes against it. his worldview. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't need to be. All they needed to do was show the flag, and they didn't even need to mention it. Just just the fact that it came wasn't there, is enough for me to not even watch the movie. I Having not seen the movie, I was 
I'm surprised that yeah. that actually didn't happen. Yeah, I would I, never. I would like, never see the movie. It's good. no matter how good it is, it could be the best movie ever made. I wouldn't even. Oh, you haven't seen it. No, I don't want oh, it. Okay. Because I know that's a fact in it. Oh, okay. Because it's, wow. it's just those so, like, perverse almost. Like it's fucking intense. Wow, like that's, that's hardcore. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, well, I think like, that's insane. It's because like a lot of those studios are owned by uh, the Chinese. Exactly. Now. Like that's what it's getting into, right? It's all like the, yeah, the Chinese like, propaganda and film. Well, they did that. They did like Top Gun, the original Top Gun. Yeah. Like, was it like Maverick had like <laughs> he had that like Japanese flag on his jacket from like yeah, a mission and Taiwan. And and Taiwan. Yeah, in Taiwan, and then yeah. they took that off. Did you guys hear about that or see no. that? Top Gun was yeah. paid for by the U.S. military, by the way. The yeah. first one. Yeah. But the Chinese own. Almost to Hollywood now, right? Well, they just changed so, his decals on his jacket. Yeah. Are you talking about the new Top Gun? The yeah. new Top Gun. Because like, yeah. like, he has the it's, same jacket, it's like, right? Iconic though, like that's his flight jacket. Yeah. Right? Who's Maverick? Oh, yeah. Okay. So like, yeah. his flight jacket had the Japanese flag yeah. and the Taiwanese flag. Okay. From right? like running missions in the yeah. Southeast. Yeah, it was just like it was like the iconic yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. and now in the new one, they those are both their, gone. Yeah, because right? they don't like send that message. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing. Hey, like studios just change like, hands. The same thing. The the movie Abominable, it's um like a cartoon movie. Yeah. yeah. So Bucky in Yeti. that in that movie, yeah, Bodhiyeti. So in that movie, there's a there's a Chinese map portrayed in it, and it has the boundary of them owning the Tennessee, the South Chinese Sea, <laughs> right? So whereas like that's not an accepted map, like the the U.S. is against that map because that's saying that we own. The South China Sea. Oh yeah. Well, everyone's right? got you know, that, that like that. big military thing there right now. There's always like the U.S. the Chinese military there, the U.S. military there, like fighting over that territory. They're like building islands. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, building they're islands. Like, they're they claiming yeah, territory from like the Philippines and yep. fucking. My mom would be totally on board with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah, so there's all of that, and then it's just like crazy to see like it's such a simple thing. Like they have that map in a children's movie, showing it as them owning it. Oh, yeah. like that's that's intense. Sure. Yeah. But so you're against these sides of things, but there's also so much pro-America propaganda in yeah. oh, American time, movies yeah. that we watch. So yeah. it's like I'd be for that though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just because what side you're on, right? It's yeah. not about the practice of. Well, it. one's communism. Right. Communism, that's hilarious. Right. One's communism with horrible human rights. <laughs> right. And then the other one is like a free society. Like I think it's pretty easy to choose wow. sides. So America's perfect. It's true. No, I'm not saying America's perfect, right? I'm not saying it's perfect. You're just buying it. I think the ideals, but I don't know. I see. I see it different. Like, well, yeah, I don't know. It's just like when 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 you have to work, like what sixty hours a week, and you oh, don't get you don't yeah, get time off, you don't get to be with your family. No, no one wants that. Crossed. No one's that. But that's like right? I don't even see that type of communism as a real threat on the horizon. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no like. There's no like fucking like communist China being like we're threatening like territories with like you know true, like you know true. new socialist stuff like they did back in the day right communism is not threat it's actually like more like fucking I just see I just see I just see like, like yeah global no, commerce right like the I just globalism. I just feel so bad for like the people that have to work like sixty hours a week and have like suicide nets around there yeah that's globalism man that's, that's like, like that's globalism dude that's globalism right? that's like that's like that's like Commerce, man, that spans the seas, right? Like that we buy those phones and they yeah. gotta make them on those suicide factories. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. like put that away. Fuck, man. <laughs> oh, we all got one, man. Like, what are you do right yeah, now? I know. It's just crazy. So yeah. that's another thing I wanted to bring up that is sometimes pushed in movies, um, especially in kids' movies. Uh, you generally get these opinions that if you do, if you're if you're a good person, if you're on the nice person, you win, and it's like. 
if you're good and you stand up for what you believe, you win the day, the bad guy loses. That's like, also why I like Knives Out, by the way. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, that's, yeah, I like that. I like where you're going with that. There, there's this general idea of karma that gets pushed in kids' movies a lot of, like, do the right thing and you will do well in society. And yeah. in my, like, in my experience on this planet, that is not at all true. Uh, here's a story uh, for me at the, the theater last weekend. Uh, so I went to the theater. There's, like, maybe six or seven people in, in there because I went early in the morning. Uh, two of them was a father and a son. Father was being a total douche the whole time. He was like, father was. Yeah, he was like standing up in the aisle. He was like sitting in the aisle and just like talking and just like being a rude person. How old was the kid? Uh, like nine or ten. <laughs> anyway, someone turned around and was like arguing with him a little bit and then told him to fuck off. And then he went and complained to the theater that someone said fuck to his kid. So the theater gave him free tickets to another movie. Um, and basically, the lesson, which is from as far as I can see, true to reality. If you're an asshole, you get ahead. Uh, <laughs> and so we keep telling our children, be nice and you will be rewarded. But it's yeah. really, being nice, you should do that because you want to be that person and you know you won't get ahead for it. You no, won't you know what? Ahead. You know what, though? Like, I, I can see that argument. But at the same time, I think if you were good, you would also get it. But you just wouldn't get those extreme scenarios every now and then. Because if you're a douchebag, yeah, you might get ahead short term. There's benefits but that's to being fucking long term. Like, you're fucked, man. Like, no one's going to want to be around you. It's true. But, like, right? it's the person at work who asks mm-hmm. for a raise who gets the raise, not the person who works harder all the time. Yeah. It's the people who make, like, the squeaky wheels get the oil or right. grease, whatever that's, you call it. That's a fair statement. And it's not right. that, like, but I don't... But that's not necessarily an asshole tendency, though, right? Like, to ask for a raise. No, well, it's I'm not. Just, I'm saying, like, <laughs> it goes back to my yeah, worldview yeah, on yeah, yeah. causality of, like, things you do... You've got to be assertive regardless, no matter what fucking society you live in, right? But it's like, people aren't going to give you things just because you're nice. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, no. you need to know... So that, that, that is sold to kids, you know, yeah. But, but That yeah, is sold to Yeah, kids. you know what? It's because like, the other thing that needs to be drawn in, in parallel, because I think it's like, be nice, but then have fucking willpower. Like, have fucking like, confidence in yourself. That's, yeah. that's, so it's just like, those two things in parallel mm. is what needs to happen, right? Right. If you have that confidence doesn't fucking matter you can be nice right. and confident and get what you fuck you want right but that that back to what you're saying though that is sold to kids is like the narrative right so along lines like also another narrative so is like you know like true love right is that like fucking really like romeo and juliet is that really how it is out there i believe you know it. What I, mean? I believe it yeah well maybe yeah maybe for some people it is yeah. it's true but the stuff that gets sold to kids you know like that that fairy tale or like i was reading on it before i came over here like what Harry Potter millennials, right? Supposedly, like, Harry Potter has been, like, a huge influence, right, on millennials to have a certain outlook um, to kind of look out for people or, like, the little guy. It's actually, like, this is the, 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 the comparison they were drawn is, like, Harry Potter and his character always stuck up for, like, the little guy. Right, he was always he was there drawn like to like the boys. weirdos and like the like yeah. the, the the outcasts. The outcasts, in a yeah. sense, right? And he was always like sticking up for them and like being a progenitor of those types, right? So they're saying that's oftentimes where you see this sentiment in our generation to look for those type of like you know moralistic values. That's fucking intense, man. In society, yeah. right? And I'll tell you what, like I think that. Harry Potter has probably been like a massively influential movie. 
I think they are right about that, whether it's that, about the whole know, sentiment. Like, that think. makes so much sense to me because I know that a lot of people are so passionate about it. I've never seen one. I've never, I've seen, never seen one either. I've never <laughs> seen one either. No, Have you guys seen it? I've seen I've seen all of them except the last two, which I hated. I've probably right. seen them all like, two or three times. <laughs> two or three times? <laughs> three, three, That's three. hilarious. Yeah, I've yeah, never seen them. I've never seen them either. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of Harry Potter Lego on the wall over there. <laughs> there, you there you go, right? So, so this, you know, I would argue... I would maybe even argue, and maybe you can even comment on this. Can you take, like, would you say that your worldview has somehow been influenced by that saga? Well, it's hard to say because I actually wasn't allowed to read the books growing up because okay. it was wizardry and I was in Christian school and so you weren't allowed to read them. So I never, okay. I, I watched them more when I was older and I think my worldview was a little more shaped at that point. Okay. Um, so you never read the books, you just watched the movies? Yeah. I don't yeah, read okay. books. Okay. okay. I I read the books and watched the movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. that's cool. Okay. Um, but kind of on a similar point, like better I, the book or the movie? The book. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. You too, Yeah. Um, but I do feel in general like kids movies have kind of grown up a little bit over the years. Um, and some of the stuff. Hunger you games. said you were watching Toy Story. Do you watch yep. Toy Story four? Uh, yeah, I've seen all. Uh, so, all four of them. I, and I feel like they're they're introducing more complex themes to kids, but in a simple way that they understand. Um. And going back to one of my worldviews that I was talking about, about good versus evil not really existing, I feel like in Disney movies growing up, there was a lot of like, this is the evil person, and all you need to know is that they are evil, and you can do bad things to them. Um, whereas, they're dealing with that concept in a little bit more complex way. Um, a good example is Wreck-It Ralph 2. I don't know if any of you guys have seen. No. Um, but essentially, the bad guy at the end becomes, like the story is, uh, Ralph and his friend, who he became friends with in the first movie, uh, she's kind of drifting apart and she's finding new friends and it's kind of going in a different direction. He's being super clingy and like kind of smothering her, not letting her like do her own thing. And so the villain at the end of the movie is actually like a bunch of clones of him trying to like stop her from doing things. And it's kind of saying like the bad, like the evil person is the bad thing within you that you need to overcome by growing up. And it's not just like, here's a bad person, they're bad. It's like, here's a, here's a theme. And I feel like especially how they treat bad characters these days has been a lot more mature like i just i didn't really like that idea and they still do this in marvel movies of just like this person's bad you don't need to care about them you don't have motivation <laughs> yeah. they're just bad you need to defeat yeah them. i'm always a bad guy right hmm. yeah it's interesting except for black panther yeah what about it what do black you mean the, the villain huh yeah black panther had like a really complex the, the, what yeah is the, villain? the villain in black panther it's like he has his own motivation it's like kind of um oh it's I can't explain it. Can, He's kind of revenge-driven. Like, Black Panther's dad killed his dad for doing something or whatever. And so he's kind of... There's something about him actually being more qualified for the throne. Anyway, he he had his own thing that he was trying to accomplish with his life. And what he was trying to do just happened to be at odds with what Black Panther was trying to do. And therefore, it wasn't, I'm going to get you because you're bad. It's like, I disagree with what your ideas are. And it was also like when he, they, when they were vying for the throne of like their imaginary world of uh, uh, country, they had like different views on how to like run like how to run the country, which is like different people could probably even agree with. Mm -hmm. But um, so it, like compared to like Ultron, who's just he's a bad robot and he wants to destroy everything. Mm -hmm. It was like it was an interesting change for uh, for. For a Marvel villain. Wow. That is interesting. Subjectivity, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I just like the idea of, like, like tell our kids, y you don't just disagree with somebody and just completely dismiss their opinion. Like, try to understand their view. Like, yeah. argue the idea, way. not just, like, fight them. Oh, yeah, yeah. tolerance, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No, it's one of those things. You get in a logical society. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then at the same time, like, the yeah, you gotta you gotta teach them like understand what they're doing, but you need to know how to problem solve and realize that just because they're saying it doesn't mean you need to agree with it. Like, you need to be able to be at that level of understanding that just because it's being told to you, so you need almost need to like get them to know that as well. Yeah, it's not. And the nice thing about it, like, I find in like. You know, the nice thing about liberal societies in a lot of senses is they are accommodating for different communities to, like, culture up, right? And now this is a double-edged sword because, like, okay, let's say I'm super liberal, right? And, like, you know, we live in a super liberal society and there's, like, everything everywhere, right? So it's, like, I now, the onus on me to control the influences around me and to shape my culture because culture now is... Bam! Everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Like there's no there's no general rule guiding like the, the the libertarian like there's no there's no common theme in society, right? So this causes individual groups to culture up, right? Now that's good in a sense because it's empowering for culture, but it gets a little bit troubling when it becomes too isolationed for these different cultures and communities, right? Because then they just wall up in their super liberal society, right? But they don't interact with the other cultures that are walling up in these societies, right? And so you don't get the kind of true multiculturalism that, that you might like. You just get kind of pockets and like areas, right? Like, you know, different districts, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. Definitely true about Toronto. Like everyone talks about how multicultural Toronto is. And just, <laughs> there's a lot of groups that hang out with each other. Yeah. And there's not a lot of interacting with people across groups. Well, that's the thing, right? That's like funny. sometimes, uh, you know, when you're left to like, you know, your own devices, um, <clears throat> birds of the same feather flock together. Right? That's funny. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, but anyways. <laughs> Do you guys have other themes and movies you want to talk about? <laughs> um, I had another one while you were searching for stuff there. Um, one that I noticed is very much like authority is bad. Um, you always see like the evil politician or the evil kind of business guy. Um, and the one question I had for you guys on That's interesting. Hold on. The, yeah, good. I was going to say, that's interesting. <laughs> you said the authority and you said politician and businessman. That's interesting. Why? Because you put businessman in authority. <laughs> well, what I'm thinking is like the evil... Like corporation? Evil corporation. Right, yeah. right, right, Not right. Not like right. just average person who works It's for nine times out of ten right. the evil corporation is the villain. Right. Yeah. And again, the CEO does have authority too in his, in his world, right? In the corporate world, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But what I wanted to say is like, so the difference when you're looking at propaganda is where's the line drawn between something where it's intentional, like here is a view I want to push versus... This is just a reflection of people, like a feel like people grow up, they don't like authority. That person goes on to write a movie and there just happens to be a theme of like a bad authority person just because that's who they are. And so like how much of propaganda that we see in movies is intentional versus just like a reaction of our own or sorry, a reflection of our own fears that we have. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. I mean, it's all about the effect, right? Like you could say that. That could be like that second part is a good excuse to discount anything. It's a reaction of your own fears, right? That could be said about anything, especially anything that is subversive in nature, right? Or uh, kind of intelligence based by nature, right? Like gaslighting in general, right? In a sense, um, is that, right? So it's like if there was propaganda, it will always be able to be discounted by saying you're just being fearful of it, right? That's just something right mm. but you got to look at the the scope of movies in general as a medium right like what their effect is what their impact is on like children what their 
impact is on society for people to mimic what they see, right? So it's like, I would discount the shit in movies if, like, you know, I didn't, like, if, you know, 8 Mile came out and, like, all of a sudden, like, everyone wasn't wearing, like, you know, their hats backwards or their pants backwards or whatever, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, you know what, movies are just like, you know, ass in your head, man, like, a movie comes out and don't even worry about it, man, there's nothing, it's just you're all making believe. But if you can see the influence that, like, culture and pop culture has on society, then you got to put merit to that. So, I do believe movies are a proven um, source of influence in pop culture and society, and I think uh, you can't really discount them. Now, whatever message is portrayed in them, to a certain extent, like, you know, there are realities, right? Like, there's a lot of action movies and guns and stuff like that. That's not propaganda that gets really people doing shootouts in the streets. Or maybe it is. I don't know. So if you're a filmmaker, do you say, like, are you responsible for the impact that you have? Like, we talked about Joker, and right. there's a lot of people using this for, like, revolution against, like, society and stuff like this. Like, are you, are you responsible for that as a filmmaker, or is it simply, like, you make what you make and the world takes it how they're going to take That's it? That's an interesting take. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's both, but, like, I think they get clues, but I think movies have an influence, right? Like, oh, 100%, yeah. They do. And, like, when you, rele- like, see a new thing, like, on a big screen with, like, a big sound, it's got, like, those those impacts, right? And... The fact that it's being broadcast gives it a certain uh, sense of social um, passing or credibility, right? So if you're seeing it in a public place, like it must be okay. And you're repeating a lot of the same themes over and over. And, and, yeah. and you know, just to answer that question that you had asked, though, I believe it is the responsibility of the director in order to um, understand what it is that they're doing and like understanding the message it is that they're providing across and like is it worthwhile mm-hmm. right like should you be doing what you be doing it is the responsibility and like it's basically how well they do that and how well they portray their image the more eyeballs and minds they're going to get right so then my question to you is so so like should they be good yeah of course yeah but right? so, okay so, so my my question to you about that is when if they do have that responsibility what do you think they should they should be doing like you should they you not? Know, it's, it's so it's such a they shouldn't be doing anything. Yeah, you know it's so yeah. You know what they you know what they sh- you're right. You know what I do agree because like at at the same time I say that and like I believe that's the right thing to do. But at the same time I love seeing like twisted movies too. Yeah, right. right? Like I love it. Like, but there's so like just intact. because you have something negative on screen doesn't mean that you're promoting it. Yeah, and like, you know what I could see that. Yeah, yeah then yeah, but the, but the obscene will change your mental impression, right? So it's like, you, you almost need to like be able to do that and not make it so that that media is the only thing that's influencing society. There needs to be competing things yeah, which also influence, right? But then at the same time... But at the same time, like, there, like might be, there might be no worth to some things. Like, there might be stuff that is absolutely negative that yeah. has no value. So, so that's true. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Think about, what about that, what about that human caterpillar movie? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like that thing, right? Like I don't even know if I've seen that where, but like the whole concept, the human, like the sentence. Yeah, yeah. I've I've actually seen that movie. I've never seen it. Okay, it's just it's not just bad. It's just completely ridiculous. Like yeah. I don't think anyone I will mistake that it. for like. I don't think you want. But to like, but like that that's an example so of something that shouldn't have been made. Well, right? it's something I that think just, there's a value in just getting weird shit out there to just kind of explore where your mind is. Yeah. Even if it doesn't seem like there's value, like. I mean, like, although, so, so, sorry, I, just like I gotta go back one second. Sure. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. But like, uh, 
with the human centipad, like, South Park. Did you guys ever see that episode? No, I didn't. Where there was, like, the human cent iPad, right? <laughs> so, so no. fucking, like, who the fuck was it? I can't remember if it was Butters or Kyle, but they agreed to have their mouth sewed to another <laughs> kid's anus. And then, basically, they would get the message on one side, and they'd all crap through each other's mouth, and on the end, you'd get your, uh... Message on your iPod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, like, it's because they never read the T's and C's. <laughs> when you went through, right? So, but, like, that's such a good episode. So, like, it's just so twisted, so right? That, but but that's a good example of, like, you're taking something completely vile, but you actually have a message behind it. Whereas yeah. human centipede, like, there's no point. It's it just... The, he literally the, just does that for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the brilliance behind the South Park one, though, is it's, like... This is totally fucked up, and they apply that totally fucked upness with like Apple's T's and C's <laughs> that they have, and the things that they're making you agree to, and like signing your life away and shit like that. <laughs> so it's just like things of that sort, like when it comes to like privacy. So it's like comparing and contrasting the two is like kind of like, look how fucked up this is, and then fucking you're fucking doing it. Like, <laughs> you know, right? Back on the note of uh, Human Centipede, like. I, I don't necessarily want to say that I would want to repress that movie because I, I think there's a lot of weird shit that goes on in our heads and you need to just sometimes get it out and explore that and understand like why your mind is going to like I think if you repress a thought it's more dangerous than just getting it out there and then being like okay why did I have that thought why yeah. did this appeal to me yeah I agree I don't think that would ever appeal to me that thought but like I I know what you mean. Like, but it doesn't like, even have to like appeal in like a positive way. But just being like, I had this negative thought. Why did I have that negative thought? Like, let's let's think through it. Let's get it out there. That's like someone painting it. a painting of a negative thought that they had. Yeah. The only difference with a movie is that I don't know. It, it's more it, real. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah, well, you're like, actually seeing people doing this it thought. Sometimes it's not even like you having that thought. It's like you thinking about someone about the possibility of that to happen. It's not that you. But what, what about your fears? But what what about share when you share those thoughts though, right? And like people see them that would never have those thoughts, mm-hmm. but then like they see that. That's some kind of impression there, right? I don't think anyone was yeah. inspired. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I, well, I I'm sure, there, I'm there, sure there, of course there's inspiration behind that. I'm sure there's a lot of like, I'm going like, to fucking make a movie from fucking sewing people's mouths on other people's assholes. So of I mean, course it, he was inspired in some twisted way. It could have been like one night he was just really, really high. Yeah, he's like, like, you know, <laughs> fucked up. He's like, I got the most fucked up idea yeah. ever. And he thinks it's, it's hilarious. Great. But yeah, then exactly. out, like, out of a right. million people, there's one guy who was like, wow, I could really do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, is, so is the director responsible no, for that no, one know, guy? No, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. But like, I, I do believe they have a responsibility, but at the same time, like, go for it. <laughs> fucking people need to fucking know on their own, like, don't fucking believe everything this fucking <laughs> thing is telling That's what the rating system is for. Like, don't let kids watch that's human true. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, that's true. And that's that's there for a good reason. It, it works. Is. It works in a sense. But I think it's limited, right? Like, that abs super liberty, right? Like, you take it to a certain level, but I think you can get to a higher level once there's, like, a common push in society to a certain objective, right? And I think ultimate levels of liberty skew those objectives. Because everyone's going in different directions. No, but I like that. I like get as many ideas out there and let everyone decide for themselves what they're gonna kind of attach to and whatnot. Yep. Ideally, people won't be drawn to the messed the up shit. Stuff, right? <laughs> and that's yeah. what we have like laws and police force for. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I you know, know what? Uh, the other the other thing is like all these fucking Disney movies. I know you were gonna be talking about Disney, right? Yeah. But um, fucking like all the sexual propaganda that's in all these Disney movies, like it's just so twisted. It's so fucked up. Have you guys like ever dug in any so of that? So I've heard about this, but like, yeah, is, is, is any of this intentional, or is this just some guy like drawing a screen and being just like, no, oh, I wonder if I could take that in there. It's one hundred percent. Why? Why would somebody put that in there? Though? I don't know. Like they're twisted, man. Like the people. The people that designed it are fucking twisted in the fucking mind. Do you mind. know that, They though? know. Of course I know that. Huh. We just had him talking earlier about, like, um, how powerful movies are and influencing people's minds, right? And then you get there, these Disney these are, movies. These are subconscious. Like, yeah, they're, they're all sub- subconscious in, in a way, but, like, it's just showing, like, they want to impact the subconscious mind of children that are watching those things, right? So when you look at... Like, I, you said you haven't looked big into this. I've I, seen I'm a lot aware of it. Of it yeah, yeah cuz like in Aladdin in particular, like you actually hear the dude say to Princess Jasmine, "Take off your clothes, take off your clothes." Like after he, you got to crank that shit super high. You know what? After you hear it the first time, the first time you do got to crank it and yeah. find out where it is. But like I can watch it on a regular volume is all I hear. Yeah, I remember. I remember doing. Guys. I remember doing that shit. Have, and like, have you guys uh, ever seen there's that? A, there's plenty of things. It's so so fucked up. I heard yeah. you. I wanted to make sure I got back in time for yeah. the mushroom break to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Because like I remember back in like high school, this was a yeah, whole thing about like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they put like sex in the clouds exactly. and they Mind put like King. dicks out of the. They made uh, the mm-hmm. castle out of dicks. And the Little Mermaid was yeah. had a dick on it, and then yeah. fucking um, what was it? Fucking the priest. I don't know if I had a boner. Yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. You had a hard on yeah. when they're fucking uh, getting married at the end. Yeah, right. It's like clearly thing. there. So and I, that thing falls down and it shoots up and it says sex. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I meant. Yeah. <laughs> that's a better explanation yeah. of what I was trying to say. And then yeah. there's a lot more examples. But sure. I, to me, that but like in every single one of those movies too, there's always a scene with like a bunch of like prostitutes, right? What? Always. Yeah, because like. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like Aladdin. Is in a room with a bunch of prostitutes. Or like, like in, in the Mulan. first in the first like scene, almost not the first like very first scene, but in the wow. first like dude, prostitutes scene. have been around forever. I know, but I know, I know, but it's true. But, like, but like, is, it, is it necessary to have in a, in a children's movie? Like concubines because, like, in Mulan. Yeah, because like they got well, that in Aladdin. They have that in Beauty and the Beast. I don't like, think it's, they, it's a common thing. But it's not a cue. I don't think like they pick up on right. Like I don't think they are. I don't think they are. But but like but so like that's it the question. is is it intentional and if so what so, are they trying to accomplish or is it just like people being immature and sneaking it in? So that, yeah, there's two I think things. That, I think it's both. I think yeah, it's not necessarily both, but there's one. So like people being immature and like these guys are like animating things all day and they just like because, oh I'm bored I'm gonna just get a that fuck because around. you know why I say it's that and not like some like um you know plot or massive propaganda subjection because it's not like there's characters. That are like being super loose with themselves right. to give themselves the image of a prostitute. If there's a gathering of like cartoon women in bikinis or something, or like Arabian like sheer night things or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> like they're not going to pick up on that. And that's not subversion. That's just kind of like a fixture, right? Subversion is like a character story where there's behaviors, right, that are like actually like shown and shown to be beneficial, right? That will influence the child. That like, yes, I want to do something like that so I can be like that, right? Yeah. And the, the cues in the Disney movies that I've seen are like more like the kind of like always oh, snuck that fucking slide yeah. in there or that cell They think they're clever like Yeah, it's, it's, like There's that. not really a message behind it. It's not like this guy, this animator has something to gain no. by like putting sex in a kid's head. 
No, the yeah. version in movies is like in the storylines, in the visual like things you can see, right? Like if there's any like visual propaganda signs or anything like that in it, right? Or like placement ads or stuff like that. Things you can see or things that they say, right? Or themes in the story that like per like put people in hero situations that are depicted from a certain um, image that they want to follow. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a lot of times, a lot of times those hero stories, which is is not appealing to me at all. Like, it brings me. <laughs> but like every every movie's got some kind of. Hero. Yeah, no, no, like, I I agree with heroes. Like but, the but, fantasy. But like, I'm thinking like, like a superhero. Yeah. Right. Because it's almost like it's like some to be good, you have to be like with superpowers and like you need to be this in order to accomplish good things. Right. I don't like that portrayal at all. Right. right? For for me I, I want anyone to think that they're capable of being good. Mm-hmm. So I can't have some like fantasy thing that's beyond what's possible. Right. In like a mindset. So like for me that's like one of my biggest reasons for not agreeing with any of that. Mm-hmm. So like um I don't even remember where the fuck I was going with that. Right. Yeah it was just a whole fucking like Right. Well, out here's just a pop question though. Like, um, is that the last movie you've seen? What? The one you're just talking about? The last movie I saw would have been Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. Okay. 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 Right. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we're still talking. Which uh, propaganda and children movie? I don't know. Like, I would say like probably the most like powerful children movie I've seen is probably The Lion King. Yeah. Like, what do you guys think as far as, like, a powerful children's movie? In terms, like, just that there was power or you actually agreed with the messaging of it? No, just, like, a powerful narrative and, like, you know, like, classic story and, like, pretty emotional story. I guess they're all kind I, of emotional I agree with, like, iconic. Like, every kid knows Lion King. Right. But then it's, it's funny because out of all the Disney movies, when that's the most iconic one, and there's not really, like, a relatable story to the average kid, I feel like. Well, yeah. Or, I, I guess, remember who you are. Yeah, I'm thinking of like the whole becoming king thing. So maybe <laughs> I'm just wrong. Yeah. Well, I think it's like you know, accepting who you are. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the big one, right? That's the message. Like you know, I've recently seen that in the last couple of years. And revenge. Well, <laughs> I think it's more justice. Yeah, it's completely justice. against Carson society. <laughs> right, right, right. But I mean, that's a that's a powerful movie, right? And that actually has an interesting social statement in that, right? It does. Good like, cause like. Back. Well, not only that, but it's like <laughs> lions and hyenas, like, they don't live together, right? And they can't live together. I guess they are mean to each other. Like, the hyenas were like, uh, sir, um, what's the word? Sir, in, living in servitude to the to the lions? Well, no, they were just in a different area, right? Like well, yeah, were, but also, yeah. like, they they were servants. Like, they were a lower class. Yeah, <laughs> they lived, it seemed like they lived in, yeah. like, the... At least the scar, the house, like, right? they, they just lived, they had to do his bidding. They were his henchmen. Right. They they were friends with Scar. Yeah. Why don't I remember that? <laughs> but I just think it's interesting. He had a whole army like, of them. It seems like something Scar would do. But yeah. Like have a fucking army of fucking hyenas. But it's an interesting. It's an interesting. It's like it's actually counter like um I would say like counter to what you see in the day and age because in there right like the hyenas come in and everything goes to shit right like everything's out of balance because they're not in the like natural order right. Something's been upset, right? And then Simba comes back and restores that order, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that relate to? That's actually pretty. That actually is really powerful. Well, it's like an anti-like combo society, right? Like they have different places. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's one they scar. I, I don't know about that. I feel yeah, like Scar Society and fucking Simba Society. One oh, fucking yeah. Maybe one's fucking bit. murderous, and the other one's like fucking no fucking way, yeah. dude. No, no, right? but like you gotta it was more right? Scar's influence. I think that was like a reflection of his character. Like when he's in charge, they're like eating too much, and they're like over hunting, and they're to everything's going to shit. Right. Right. Not not so much like hyenas are like this, so... Yeah, I didn't see it because of the hyenas. <laughs> oh, I think you should see it again. I think you should see it again. <laughs> As they come in there, right? And it's like the hyenas are doing stuff, and the, the lionesses are now hunting for the hyenas even, right? Yeah. And there's no more food, right? And like but then that rolled up to Scar, because they were like they yeah. were following Scar. Yeah, it was Scar. Yeah, so it's Scar society with yeah. like all that. Yeah, right. so it's just showing like the but negative... Like what was mo- but it's the negative society of Scar. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the uh, dictator. Which is the exact same thing. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like from an objective standpoint, that was like a thing where it was like in Mustafa society, right? The hyenas were in one area, and the lions were on the pride land. Yeah. Scar came in. That was right? a thing. That was a thing. Scar came in. He changed it, and he brought in. Remember, the hyenas were marching yeah. in the pride land, and there's a whole scene. <laughs> they didn't even like a salute. Yeah, there's a whole scene. <laughs> There's a whole scene like that. <laughs> and it comes in, right? So and, it, and it shows that there's... How come I don't remember? Anyway, that is, that's just a theme, man. That's just a theme that's out there. It's, yeah. it's one that's out for, there. For me, I just remember... I remember, like... I liked The Lion King a lot, but I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Well, you yeah. watch it. It just it's came like, out again. I don't again remember too. any of that. It just came out again. Right? Yeah, I, know. I think you don't remember that scene because the, the American flag was in it. <laughs> that's funny. And and, the, and that's just and that's just like there's been talk about this on here. Like I'm not just bringing that up. People have, people have made comment on that. Before. Yeah, that's funny. I gotta <laughs> I gotta rewatch that. And I really want to watch the thing. And I want to watch the thing is a good movie to watch. watch yeah, you gotta see that one. You gotta see that one. And knives out. And knives out. Yeah, that's another one. And then fucking you guys mentioned another one. Pacific Rim. Yeah, that's a good one. Man. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna like that one. Really? <laughs> I think you'd like it. It's giant robots fighting giant monsters. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. Wow. I can just send you the, I'll send you the timestamp of where you can see me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I, I would like to see that. I actually really would. So, I've still never actually seen that scene. Or like, How have you not? I, I've heard him talk about this a few times. You got so many times on this podcast. I want to fucking see it like as soon as possible. Honestly, you might. You probably won't believe me because you can't see. We'll, we'll post it face. on our Instagram. No, but you, we'll you know, I, like, but you know what? I, I should post I it don't on think. Instagram. I don't think you would fucking lie about that. I want to. Thank you. See it. Thank you. Right? <laughs> right? No, I'm like, telling the truth. Yeah, like, I, I want to see it. I want to see it. Like, please do send me that. All right. I think it's cool. Yeah, I have it saved right? somewhere. It's a great <laughs> movie, man. Like the first one's great. The second one went to shit. The yeah, first one's good. The second one became like Transformers too. The second one, I was in the theater and the theater broke and like the sound went off. And I wasn't even upset. It was like in the climax of the movie in the big fight, and I was like, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> I was done. Um, okay, any last points on this subject you guys want to talk about so. before we move on? Not me, I don't know. I'm good. And let's, let's remake our uh, children's movies, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, before we get on to the next segment, uh, we have a little getting to know you type exercise for you two guys. Um, I have five rapid-fire questions for you guys, basically just like, uh, you don't need to go into in-depth uh, answers. I'm just you know, respond first thing that comes to mind. Um, and for you guys, because Colin hates superpowers and superheroes <laughs> so much, uh, I have five superpowers that you can have for one hour a day, and okay. I want to know what you guys would do with this power. Hmm. So these are kind of for both of you each. Okay. Well, 
my I guess my first one. No, 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 no. no he's giving you a superpower. The power. Well, what? I'm giving you a superpower, I'm and you're going to tell me how you leverage this. Oh, I was going to choose growing my nails no. long. <laughs> like that X-Men. X-Men! The fucking X-Men! He starts his nails. He, he fucking, Actually, like, there's one. He's like, I grow my nails long, and I cut people with it. It's like, that's so fucking lame. That's it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. You need to watch the movie. It's just so fucking stupid no, that, that that's the too. fucking one I want. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, I fucking... Grow my fucking nails. Uh, okay. I'm curious how you would use that one. I don't know. <laughs> That's the whole point. Okay, it's just no, so fucking stupid. No, he'll give, he'll give you some. Okay. Like any of the superpowers. Your okay. first superpower, you get to stop time for one hour a day. I like that. How do, I, how do you, know you use if that? You, if you were to ask me which one I would want, that was going to be my number two. <laughs> number two, okay. Yeah, it would have been to be able to pause time. That's fucking awesome. So I what are you guys going to do with that one hour? I just yeah. try to be productive. There's so many things... <laughs> There's so many things that, is, that I want to do in the day, and I just never end up having enough time. So if I just have that, like, one hour where I could just be fucking, boom, fucking no fucking distractions, just fucking get this fucking shit done, fucking be fully concentrated on whatever the fuck it was on, on anything, right? If I could have that, it would be fucking awesome. How about you? <laughs> I, I did it probably, like, rob a bank or something. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. I would, like, try and, like, uh, leverage that, like, in some way and, like, make sure, like, everything <coughs> paused around me and I could, like, manipulate that to my advantage. And You're not it, on like, any camera. Yeah, I'd, like, use it to, That's like, true. either, like, win the lottery somehow or, <laughs> yeah. like, rob That's a fucking bank. awesome. I never or, like, pull out <laughs> some kind of, like, very, like, high-end time phase, um, like, kind of heist. As much as that's what I would do as well, I'm I'm glad that I'm I'm happy you never thought that for one second. It's a it's a good sign about you. Yeah, well, dude, yeah, man. Like your answer is like I'll just use it to improve my fucking daily yeah. routine. I'm like I think we could build a whole new routine. Good on man. <laughs> on this time that's hilarious. Um, okay, second superpower. You get to fly for one hour a day. Get to what? Sorry. Fly. Fly. Yeah. Like. Oh is God. it one consecutive hour or, or like am 30, I, minutes, no, you can, 30 minutes? You can, you I have like a jetpack or I'm like... You just like you can fly. Uh, oh, you, it doesn't have to be all at once. You just Super you have one stuff. hour worth of flying. I don't yeah. think I fucking do it. You, you wouldn't do it? No. You I wouldn't would, use it? No. Look, it's fucking lame. <laughs> you wouldn't use it for your commute? Well, you make a compelling argument. That was my whole argument. Commute. Chicks at the beach. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, do you think chicks would dig that? It's like if you go online, it works for, work for Superman, dude. Fly over for Superman. Hey, hey. You have a very special, like a niche, a very special niche of chicks that you can. Yeah, because I have a feeling some chicks would be like, "That's too fucking extreme." <laughs> <laughs> There will be plenty of chicks, man. Yeah, you know, you you're probably right. You have a routine plan, because what are you going to do? Just be like, I'm flying. <laughs> Come get it. <laughs> sure, yeah, I'd be like pulling off like tricks and stuff. Like, you know, I figure things out. Crazy pickup lines with me and like swooping in and like. I use it for around. my basketball games, get into yeah. the NBA. Yeah. Like win yeah. every single dunk contest for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that either. Sure. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. Sorry, these are your questions. As long as like <laughs> you're making it look like you're actually fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. 
running out of ideas already. <laughs> I thought you had more superpowers. Uh, reading people's minds. At all times. Everyone. Like, simultaneously? Like, I'd be reading each of yours at the same time? You can, you can turn and it on and off. be able to interpret it all? I can be like, okay, now you. Now you. Okay, okay. Because people aren't always, like, thinking in their head in terms of narrative thoughts. Oh, fuck, I'd be a professional poker player. <laughs> yeah. yeah? Yeah, that's I a good know. one. I don't know, man. I think I'd be an open book if someone was fucking reading me. I'm always thinking about something. I'm always thinking about five things. But what if you're <laughs> reading them? What's that? If that's the thing. Them? I don't know if it matters. Because if somebody is just afraid, like... It's not like they're in their head going, I am afraid right now. Like, you just have a feeling, right? So it's like, if you're reading someone's mind, do you have the ability to feel what they feel, or are you just, like, reading what their thoughts, if they happen to be narrating their I feel like I can not already. Yeah. I, I think I feel like I already can read everyone's mind. <laughs> He's already there, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, it's just like, because, like, you, when you... And what do you talk, do with that power? <laughs> nothing. Nothing, man. Oh, okay. You just understand, right? It's <laughs> just an understanding, right? Because, like, I feel like I can talk to someone and understand, like, their feelings in that moment. And, like, for, for me, that's all I need to know. Nice. Right? You're not a real person, man. <laughs> <laughs> the most down-to-earth superhero answers I've ever heard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, if you had one hour a day of, like, having the Force from Star Wars, so basically you can move telepathically things. move things with your mind. Oh. <laughs> fuck. I don't know what the fuck it would move. What would you move? I'd probably use it to, like, be a pro basketball player or something. I don't know, like, something, like, to, like, give me, like, uh, special powers that I use as advantage, like, super athletic force abilities, right? Like, to be able to, like, move, like, probably influence the ball to stick to your hands and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to do that, game system like that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think if you had Star Wars Force, you can make a pro league in a sport. Oh, but, easily. But wouldn't you yeah. be the only one that would have it? Yeah, yeah. Would you yeah. be like an athlete? I would, if I had the force, I'd be an athlete probably. Yeah, you know what? That probably makes most sense. Cause like I can't see myself using it in any other purpose. Like what, what else would, would I need it for? It's yeah. like oh, I need to lift up that big rock. <laughs> just make my life a lot cares. easier. Yeah, get get lazier. Yeah. yeah. It just seems yeah. It just seems mm-hmm. like it seems so fucking useless. <laughs> well, no, right? I mean, well, like, they can also control Jedi mind tricks, right? Yeah, but it takes out. Nah, we we did that one already though. It takes out. We gotta split it. It takes out like the fucking problem, right? You know, like, like you have to be able to fucking problem solve things. No, I, I'm all about taking away the problem. Taking away a fucking... <laughs> I am too, I am too, but not just a fucking shortcut to fucking do but it. But does then technology fucking, also do that, like, the same thing? Yeah, It does, know, but, but there was some be. ingenuity there already, and you're taking advantage of and it. And there's a lot of, like, right? shit, weak links in some of the technology, too. There are. Wait, so, okay, let, I just want to make sure... So if you did have this power, you I'd just fucking move some rocks around. <laughs> <laughs> right? okay. Yeah, like I'll go to a fucking place and like, oh, there's some fucking boulders. <laughs> fucking look how fucking strong I am. I'll fucking like roll over a few feet, you know, and I'm like, holy okay. fuck, right? You know, chicks at the beach. <laughs> well, I like, you know, impress my wife, impress my son. Yeah. Look how fucking awesome I am. Wow. Yeah, you still would think you're a real life superhero. I am. For your fifth one, I want to know what you would, how you would use if you grow your nails super long. Yeah. Um, and oh, you, you had, had that one in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he ran out. out. Uh, 
Wait, what are you going to move? What are you going to move with I your shit? I told you I'd be an athlete, man. Oh, yeah. That's way better than moving rocks with some fucking cord. Like, dude, you got the most fucking, like, lame-ass superpower application I've fucking ever heard. like, I don't fucking want, man. He's like, we'll give you superpowers. He's like, I'll be Fred Flintstone. Like, what the fuck, man? I think you're going to work just more efficiently. You got big horizons, man. This is like low key shit. It man. is. It is. This is about myself, man. I'm thinking about myself. I'm not thinking about like. You're, you're very grounded in reality at all times. Seems like it. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's what it is. Okay, here, here's the fifth one, actually. Um, I think that's exactly what it is. You have the ability to teleport. Sorry? You have the ability to teleport from Oh, you're not sticking with the nail? I'm not sticking with the nail. I'm sticking. I'm going to teleport. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Go anywhere on the planet just like I use that. it for my commute. That's it. Well, you won't do anything else? You won't travel? Not really. You could, like, sneak into the White House, or you could, I don't like, think so. You would go to I'd be the world's greatest robber, man. Fucking boom, in this ball, boom out, go to fucking boom, Costa Rica, go to fucking <laughs> boom, go to fucking, like, yeah. Diego, boom, go to fucking Southeast Asia, boom, I need more money, going to this ball. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd just be hopping around, man, like, doing whatever the fuck you want. I'd already yeah. be in Area 51 if I had that power right now. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, it, I'm not gonna lie, it sounds really fucking appealing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Okay, so maybe that's the question you for can everyone. See, you can see if the flag is on the moon. Yeah, but that's true. <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to move. <laughs> but you die. Yeah. Yeah. Best question, if you have this power, where's the first place you go? That's a better question. Area 51 is you're going with? Or? Yeah, it's mine. I mean, this is not for me, but I would say Area 51. I don't know. I'm gonna fucking Costa Rica. <laughs> the beach? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd have to say home. <laughs> home from work. Yeah, home from anywhere, man. Sorry, Andrew, you gotta find your own way home now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, what I'm sorry. thinking, right? If I could fucking just teleport, fucking be back with the family to protect, be there, fucking do my duties at any fucking time I want, I want to be able to have that fucking ability to do that. Nice. Fucking, bam, I'm there. If uh, if there right? was like a plane crashing, would you like teleport onto it and try to fix it? Um, like just a, probably not. Okay. No, fix yeah, I don't think I'd be able to. Ah, that was a stretch. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you... <laughs> okay, the s- smaller scale. There's a runaway car. There's someone left the... Like, something's stepping on the gas. And someone, like... And it's gonna run into... Like, if I were to see it going by? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Like, there's like only, like, four But, but you said practice. you said there was one place. I wouldn't choose that at home. <laughs> I know, the separate question. Yeah. separate yeah. question. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, I, I guess I would do that, if, but I wouldn't go seeking for it. Okay. Like, I, I wouldn't be like, every day I need to take advantage <laughs> of the fact that I can fucking teleport and fucking make sure I'm in all these fucking weird-ass fucking situations <laughs> so I can fucking do something about it. You're not on the police yeah. scanner looking yeah, for Yeah, I'm just going to fucking do what I need to do, and then, like, if I'm fucking there, yeah, I'll help out. If it can help out. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's for yeah. our final segment of the day, uh, we want to apply some of the worldview and propaganda stuff we've been talking about. Uh, we want you guys to pick a beloved children's movie that has manipulated the youth of our world in a way that you do not agree with, and we want you to rebuild it as a movie that you would rather have seen. Uh, who would like to go first? All right, I'm going to go first. <laughs> So, I picked The Little Mermaid, because it's a terrible movie. Um, 
Two things I don't like about it. One, there is an inherent good versus evil story. Ursula is just like, I'm a bad person, that's it. She's evil. Uh, people in the world are not like that, and that's like a lot of the story is based on like, because there's no reason for her to be evil, she's just fucking evil just yeah, because of the sake of it? just being evil. Okay. And it's like, because I think you teach that to kids of like, there are just evil people in the world. You don't need to understand them, they're just evil. That's as much as you need to know. I don't like that view. Um, the second... You know what? I agree with that. That makes sense. Uh, the second, Ariel, um, and I think this is most people's complaint with this movie, is like, she basically gives up her voice and her freedom and everything just to be with a man. Her beautiful uh, singing voice. <laughs> yeah. And, like, she doesn't really have much of a character. She's, like, very submissive, and I don't like that. I think you need to have a protagonist who is a little more, more like, pursuing her identity to her fullest extent. That's, um, yeah. I so, totally agree. So here's how I would change it. And you know what sucks? It's a, it's a movie that inspires little girls. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's, like... Exactly, yeah. Inspiring a little girl message, I think. to, like, show that, um, be submissive, don't be yourself. It's fucking yeah. horrible, man. So, <laughs> I never fucking thought about it like that. He, here's how I would rebuild it. Um, Triton, so her dad, instead of him being, like, powerful king, I'm going to model him after Doug Ford. Uh, I apologize if you guys like Doug Ford, but I'm more... (laughs) (laughs) So I'm more modeling him as, like, kind of a a bratty king who isn't very responsible, but is, like, he's in power, he's strong, he does shit, but he doesn't necessarily care about the society as much. He's just, like, not the the most popular guy, but kind of on the fence of, like, he does some things well. Some people really like him, but then other people really hate him. He's kind of, like, people are... Polarizing. People are very polarized on him, exactly. Um, yeah, that's true. And Ursula, I'm going to have her as his older sister, who has potentially a better claim to the throne, except for the fact that she's a woman, and they like just skip over and be like, oh, the, the oldest man is, gets the throne. Is she Kate Blanchett from Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Like, Yeah, that's true. I see that propaganda there. I just They should get rid of the monarchy altogether. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that's another thing. Um, but I'm not going to delve into that. So basically, in this version of the story, Ariel, she's more of a, even though her father is unpopular, she's like the more popular one in the kingdom. She's the one who's kind of like maintaining the over 51% popularity for him. And so like she's <laughs> a likable person in the kingdom. Uh, but she has dreams of going to the, the human land and like exploring all the world and culture that they have. Um, and so Ursula, in trying to usurp Triton, she doesn't like need to take Ariel's voice or anything. She's just like, I'll give you legs, you get out of here, because with you out mm-hmm. of the picture, I have a better chance of like making Triton unpopular and taking over. <laughs> and so she's not manipulative. Like, she's just like, I want you out of the picture. Like, and you want to pursue this dream, I can help you do that, so go ahead, go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ariel has this back and forth of like, do I stay responsible to my family and my father, even though this isn't the life I want, or do I go off and pursue... Uh, what my dreams are, which is to go explore the human land and the ground world and do all that, but potentially risk my family not being in as good of a place because I'm not there to take care of them. Um, Ultimately, she's going to go on land. Um, She's going to be having a great time, but she finds that there's a bit of a civil war going on. Ursula's trying to usurp. Um, There's going to be some dramatic moment where she comes back and not Ursula does it, but maybe one of Ursula's followers. They like... The eels. Whatever they are. (laughs) Those are her hyenas. Yeah. Yeah, and and there's like her dad's gonna get decapitated. Oh um, yeah, and it's like kind of her fault because she left, but at the same time, it's like she couldn't have really done anything. And at this point, Ursula is actually a better leader than what her dad would have been. Huh. And so instead of pursuing revenge, 
she says, you know what, the best thing that I need to do for society is forgive and let Ursula, like, claim the throne because she would be a really good ruler and she wasn't actually at fault for Trayton's death or Trayton's death. Um, and she's going to go back to land. She's going to feel a little bit guilty, but she has to deal with that. She deals with her decisions in life. And we see that she has like a successful life of being a cartographer where she's like exploring human land and doing all these civilizations and like using her legs wow. and shit. That sounds um, so powerful. So that's the little mermaid version <laughs> that I have. I, I didn't expect it to be so well thought out. That sounds like, Oh, really Carson comes good, correct. <laughs> really good outcome. I, I come uh, yeah. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds nice. Huh. nice. <laughs> nice. How, how do think... you make it appeal to children? <laughs> the decapitation scene. That really <laughs> get drawn in on that. Okay, that's no. Fair. Like I, I, I think I am selling that on like here's somebody <laughs> who is trying to pursue their dreams. Okay. And it's like you can have that whole pursue your dreams, but with choices to pursue your dreams comes consequences, and you need to understand that. When you make a decision, you are deciding the possible outcomes of that decision and not just what you hope will happen. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Fucking, uh, I heard Ursula was actually Triton's sister. I think sister-in-law. Okay. Because he's widowed, right? I don't know. Yeah, yes, I guess And I think that maybe it was his, this, her sister that he was married to. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's like an octopus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a horrible octopus. Yeah. Who's the octopus That's versus horrible. fish, right? She's Big old octopus. Holy <laughs> moly. <laughs> <laughs> Big old octopus. <laughs> Alright, which one of you guys is going next? Oh, fuck. I, I, I went after Carson one time already. You guys yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I don't even know what I got. Like, I, you could just start right. explaining why you don't like it. We can, and we can flesh it out together. Yeah. Well, like, for me, like... And like a lot of these aren't even kids movies, but I'm just thinking about like if if I want to be influencing a child, I do want to show like good inspirational stuff, right? Like I know the movie Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. I think that's a pretty powerful that's, movie. That's kind of a kids movie, right? Yeah, it's a kids movie, but it's not like a little kids yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So, but um, okay, we're we're going up to the that's teams. like a family ish, yeah. like family. Yeah, that's a family movie, I'd yeah, say, right? Yeah. But like on the later end of the family, yeah, it is, right? Yep. So, but um, what's it called? Um. Yeah, for me, that's great because it's, like, inspirational, right? And then it's something even, like, I think it's called October Sky. Did you see that one? <laughs> yeah, where, like, the kids make a rocket, and they're, like, designing rockets. And, like, I haven't seen that one. That's a good movie. That's it's not, cool. What's that? That's cool. Yeah, it, it's actually a really powerful movie. It's, it's, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. So but, you have um, an example of, a, like, a kid but, like, movie real. But for, for, for me, I like I liked that in particular yeah. because it's, it's showing just, like, inspirational things, like, you can accomplish things by doing this and working hard and, like, trying, right? You can fucking accomplish wherever the fuck it is you want to accomplish. Wow. Like, for, for me, yeah, so for me, like, movies like that are something that I would want to do. So it's hard for me to say, like, oh, I need to go and recreate this movie over here. It's because, like, for me, in my eyes, the image I want to portray are those types of images and that type of, like, ways <laughs> of thinking, right? So, so, like, it's hard for me to, like, like, oh, I need to fix this one because it doesn't portray what I want it to portray. To me, what I think makes most sense, and the more I'm thinking about laughing here, and, like, I think it's just, like, it really does make a lot of sense the more I think about this, and it, like, fits the bill, the timeline fits the bill, right? What do you mean? I can go back to, like, what I mentioned before. I think Harry Potter created a whole generation of social justice warriors. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Because the timelines sync up. The timelines sync up. <laughs> it's, you know what? The timelines sync up. 
That's mind-boggling. And it's like, I'm ignorant of it because I never saw it, but it makes a whole lot of sense. So I assume you're saying that in a way you don't like that outcome? Well, I just, <laughs> I just, maybe the forefront of it. Like, everyone loves equality. There's nothing wrong with equality, right? Like, it's one thing to strive for in any kind of civil society, right? So, like, it's not the, the idea of justice or um, social justice. I think it's what's been co-opted to the narratives of today, I think, is... Uh, Part of the influence of, of I think Harry Potter. So I don't know. That's other, that's well, really interesting. just really really quick. Coming from like the other side, like I watched all the Harry Potter movies. I read all the books. I'm not saying that it I influences everyone the same way. No, no, yeah, of course. I just I personally I didn't see that. It was like it I, I, very I, generic. It was like be a good person. The funny thing it's is, kind of, well, yeah, even, like, even you'll that, never like, you'll never know it's happening to you. It's Yeah, this is true too. No, but the thing is, I can see the message that you're talking about, where like he was always drawn to like the the half giant who's the outcast, or like the the house elf that no one likes. Like I could see that that those parts, but like those always felt like like small like um, side. It's just like building up his character. Right, right, and you know that better than me. I got I gotta read this. This is something I wrote down earlier, right? Yeah. So this is like from I can't remember which one this came from. But it's propaganda works best when those being manipulated are confident they're acting on their own free will, right? That makes so a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. On that because top, you know, that's how you know the how, propaganda how, works best. How free do you all feel? Of course we all feel. Ah, I feel fairly free. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm bombarded with influence at all times. Okay. And it's obviously a certain amount of that is going to get to you in a certain point of like, you have some maintenance of free will, but you never have complete free will. Listen, right. listen, to that. I gotta right. read more of these. <laughs> Appeal to emotions and instinct, not to intellect. Right. So, so there you go. Like, so emotions, yeah. 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 And then I have. Do you have a? It I is. Don't care about your it feelings. Is, it is the absolute right of the state to supervise the formation of public opinion. Wait, say that one again. It is the absolute right of the state to supervise the formation of public opinion. Wow. That's powerful. Oh, well, yeah. I don't remember. It was either... That sounds like, like an Edward Bernays thing. Yeah, it, it was probably... It was like in that same time frame. Mm. So I was reading a lot from like all sides around there. Right? It makes sense though, right? Like people in power want to influence and it's maintain like their power. It's like when propaganda became mainstream. And maintain the system, right? But as far as freedom, like the everyday trappings of society and the everyday like, you know things like do you all feel free in it i gotta i gotta read a couple these are all wait, wait, here, here's like, news should be given out for instruction not information <laughs> if you repeat a lie often enough it becomes the truth if you tell a lie tell a big one the truth is the greatest enemy of the state okay i'm, I'm gonna go completely off what we're doing right now yeah but so on that note uh, have you guys ever seen men in black yeah yeah the yeah. first one yeah, the first one with Tommy Lee Jones, Will Smith. So there's a part where um, Will Smith is like, why don't you just tell everyone there's aliens everywhere, right? Yeah. And he's like, you can tell a person, people, a uh, person is smart, people are dumb, like irrational, and they'll like fuck everything, they'll just go crazy. Yeah. And, That's yeah. Funny. If you if you tell them about um, like whatever, there's aliens. Right. right. So like these kinds of things. What if um, like the people in power are are using media, like they actually do know what's best. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. They actually do know what's best. 
but they're using these these things like the media and these tactics to keep people from just going off the rails. Yeah, there's probably a lot to that and probably a lot of sanity to that too. Yeah, right? I, I understand the mindset of that, but I also don't like the mindset of someone making of being controlling for me. Yeah. Right. Right. So I like I, I totally agree. Uh, like understand both mindsets, but I, I like to agree that I should make that decision. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I just thought of that randomly. No, but like it's 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 compelling. There's like sure. certain things like murder is bad that it's like it's probably <laughs> yeah. okay to have some like. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I'm not saying like no laws or anything like that. Like fucking. But like, like, bad. there's probably some core and this kind of goes back if you take my idea to the extreme in the beginning of like I don't like any concept of good or bad, but there's like generally encouraged or accepted behaviors that we want to live in if we want to have a secure But you society. would have a prison system if someone killed yeah. somebody. No, absolutely. Right? Like, I, I think everyone determines for themselves what their morals are and what they think good and bad is. But going back to my view on causality, like I don't want murder to be allowed. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying let's not have murder because it's evil. I'm saying I don't want to live in a society with murder. And so I got to the same outcome, but it's for kind of different but still like I, I would want society to be generally discouraging of murder so <laughs> everyone, I would hope so it's, it's, <laughs> and that's just survival right like everyone kind of needs to have that right or yeah. else it's just too too much of a hectic life right yeah that's like, and then that takes us back to the very beginning when I, when I was saying everyone has the right to what is it property their person and Defensive. fucking something else yeah yeah, yeah like all those the good, right yeah. good things you yeah. move along. So I have, I have a question to bring this back to movies. Um, you talked about Harry Potter and like yeah, social yeah. justice warrior. Yeah. Generally, the term social justice warrior like a negative thing. So I'm assuming there's like certain aspects of it that like maybe helping people in itself is not bad. But what are the kind of okay? What what is the the negative? Where did they go over the top? Where they went over the top was the uh, sense of how much they pounded in the reward for the morality, right? Like. Well, like the plus 10 points at the end. Yeah. So, so it's like, so what is the reward for, for doing that sacrifice? Like, so, or even like, where's the reward for like outing this terrible person, right? Right. Or getting involved or like, does that even put you down into a vulnerable spot? Like, let's say there's this thing where it's like, okay, yes, you're an underdog against this great evil feat, right? Why does someone sees that and decides to take on a challenge of that magnitude and gets like completely laid out and is like, holy fuck, like, you can't fuck with the... Like in the real world, you can't fuck with the big guys because they will fucking stomp you. And he's like, I, 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 went into this, I went into this idealistic battle, you know, seeing what, you know, I should have done, but then I got steamrolled by well, the real Robert world. Robert Pattinson got killed. What? Who? Sure. Robert Pattinson, he gets killed by messing with the bad guy. Sure, well, I, I was Wait, in, the movie. Movie. in the movie, or... Try- Wizard Cup, he died. Oh, are you guys? Are you, I forgot he was in that. But we're talking about Harry. I, I would put it to like a real example of that would be like an Adam Schwartz, the creator of Reddit, right? That guy goes in, right? He's a guy who's like into freedom. He's into like freedom of knowledge, right? He goes and he downloads all the scientific journals off Elsevier, right, and distributes it publicly, right? And they put him in jail, and they weren't going to let him off it, right? And then he ended up killing himself because he couldn't handle the stress of going to jail, right? So all he did was open source scientific journals, right? The creator of Reddit, right? Yeah. And like they put so much pressure on him, right? That he ended up killing himself because he was going to go to jail and he knew he couldn't hack it in there, right? 
And like that's a reality where you like that's a reality where you think, oh man, I'm doing the right thing. I'm releasing the knowledge to the masses. Yeah. And the so academic hard. community came, so and the academic community came after him so hard for doing that because they want to protect their copyright, right? He, they put him in jail, and he couldn't take it, so he killed himself. That's interesting. So that's, that so that's like one of those realities. That's one of those realities where it's like, oh, I want to go, I want to go do the right thing, right? Or I want to be that Disney hero. I want to be that 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 hero, right? And then you get fucking steamrolled in real life, yeah. right? Yeah, because this is a true example of real That's a hundred percent true example yeah. of it, right? And like even knowledge. even Julian Assange and stuff like that, right? Like the knowledge yeah. that that guy tries to share and then he's fucking steamrolled. Right? Yeah. These people get fucking steamrolled, right? So there is a certain reality of like how the game is structured. And I think once you once you get old and you mature and you realize your lanes and stuff like that, you tend to not rumble ruffle the feathers and like go for those types of challenges and become heroes and the hero archetype gets lost because people have too much to lose that's that's interesting so then what would it's kind of a silly question to ask i feel like now but what what would your your children's movie look like <laughs> <laughs> or even just what would you change about harry potter yeah. no, well yeah. you know what i can't even i just brought that up as kind of like a little bit of bait and just to like push a little bit of conversation yeah no that's fine well, no, it'd be interesting if they actually well, lost the... Because what happens at the end of every Harry Potter movie is they do these brave things, they lose the house cup or whatever it is, right. and then they get well, plus 50 points, and then they win for being brave. Well, and, and I like, think you're right. Lost? And it's no, like, well, you lost. And I think you're right. No, but I think what I think you're right is that there always has to be a Harry Potter. There always has to be the guy that tries it and succeeds. But what's not told is the story of 150 guys that came before him and got, like, burnt up, right? So it's like... Maybe you have to hide that so you always have the people trying. Maybe that's the truth of it all. Right? Every season is just like seven seasons point. of a kid who tries and dies. <laughs> Could be, right? <laughs> I mean, you do need a hero, but I think the reality of life is that, like, you know, it takes 100 people for one hero to emerge, right? And probably 100 people tried, right? That's, that's interesting. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's like how at the end of Star Wars 9. <laughs> How many Star Wars? There's nine Star Wars. There are. Well, technically there's, there's like ten, oh, eleven now. Yeah, eleven? eleven. Yeah. Holy fuck! I saw three of them. No, I saw the first three and then I saw Jar Jar. I'm surprised you saw three. Well, I saw the original three, right? Yeah. Like back, like in the eighties. And then you saw Jar Jar right? and then you stopped. <laughs> yeah. What's that? And then you saw Jar Jar yeah, and then exactly. you were like done. Yeah. No, I probably would have. The last time I would have saw Star Wars would have been the early nineties. Right. So I would have still been really young. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then I haven't seen it since. Well, no, and then I saw Jar Jar, which was like what, like ten years later. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like around like. The pod race was good. Pod race yeah. was good. That was late nineties, right? Jar Jar, and I was like, this is fucking lame. <laughs> right. And like that was like one of the things that taught me that I hate fantasy. Was that? That movie and then it's so funny because like I was completely was opposite end of the spectrum. Like I remember watching episode of that that same movie. Yeah. It's like oh my god, I gotta do like a lightsaber battle well, with my you friend. Were... <laughs> yeah. You and me were ten at the time. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. We were the target audience. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would have I wouldn't have been much older. I would have I no. must have been like twelve, thirteen. No, you'd be older than that, right? I don't right? fucking know. Yeah, but like yeah. 15, even 15, then, like regardless, maybe? if we were the same age, I was still that kid. Yeah, I, mean, I was like early teens. I can't yeah. remember when that movie came out. Yeah, I don't know. Star Wars series. Yeah, but I know it was. Are they make, are they are they done now or? What's that? The there, there'll be more. There'll be more. Well, it was like bought by Disney or something, right? That's when yeah. they just like 
Well, this is what I want to talk about in the movie, with regard to movies. It's just like a little bit interesting thing, but like, how do you guys get your movies? Do you guys like stream off like Netflix and stuff, or do you guys get off Cody boxes or or any of that stuff? Yeah, I go to the theater a hundred times a year. Okay, wow. Wow, I watch wow so true box. And I, and I Netflix, so. Yeah. yeah. Wait, how is there even a hundred movies to see? There's, There's a way more than a hundred movies, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like 20 oh. of those are at TIFF Festival over like one week, so. Wow, yeah. Huh. That's yeah. interesting. What do you I, think I of like movie pirating? Is that still big? Movie pirating? I think it's cut down. Kind of. Yeah? Yeah, not like huge. I remember There's when much more accessible ways of getting like movies legally and like not that like expensive so I think right. it's just easier to do that right right because I haven't heard anybody downloading movies in a while <coughs> it's, it's hard for me to say now because before I would like be okay with watching a like a video camera in a theater right right, right, right. right. but now I can't yeah. I, no, I can't watch movies like that anymore easy, man. yeah I could never do it like yeah. I've never lasted ever a full movie doing that yeah no I, I can't do that anymore so yeah. like I, I, I stream a lot like on services like Netflix and yeah have you I guys tried Cody I don't know yeah. what, the, what is that. No. It's just like a media player stream. Oh, player. I use it, yeah. but like um, okay. I can't get it. Yeah, it's okay. Like, Maybe we should putting, be putting this out on the <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, a lot of people know it's fucking out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking yeah. And we just no secret on that shit. Yeah, that's not a secret. Right? No, it's not like yeah, nothing. That's like so mainstream. Everyone has a like, Android box. Does Does anyone else have a kids movie to repitch? Um, I don't think. I kind of did, but... Oh, was, The Outsiders, man. Have you seen The Outsiders? I remember reading the book. Yeah, that was just on AMC. AMC. That was on AMC. Hey, yo, you guys watch AMC? That's a fucking good channel, man. That thing's running movies. Day, yeah. yeah, when I that had thing, it, yeah. That thing's running movies, like, weekdays, like, all good stuff. Like, yeah. good movie errors on that thing. Wait, so... Go ahead. Go I haven't ahead. had cable in, like, 10, 15 years. And then right. I went home for Christmas to my mom's place, and there was cable on it. I was just like... I forgot what it was like to just watch <laughs> something you don't want to watch. Yeah. Like, I'm a DJ. I watched, like, three hours of, like, home renovation shows. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even like this, but I'm just watching it. It's like having a DJ, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's pretty interesting. Wait, so what are you going to do with The Outsiders? Oh, I mean, I can remake it with just, like, a new crew of, like, fucking the next up-and-coming stars. Like, because, like, you look at that original, <laughs> man. And it's just like a powerhouse of like all You're those not like young actors. Let's do this again. Let's do it again. Like themes, but like you could do it with like a new era and the themes. Like back then it was like greasers and socias. Like maybe this time it's like new like kind of era of like rival fucking groups that are like modern in today's like youth. You know what I mean? I wouldn't do something like fucking retarded like fucking Bloods and Crips or some shit like that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it would be something like a little bit more like I don't know digestible in my mind like as far as like from a violence point of view it'd be like something that could be more like you know related to like you know adolescent um like a fight fight versus like people like kids who have watched all these marvel movies i think they can fight (laughs) they get into a fight and they are in the camp wow yeah Yeah. that's like kick-ass yeah Yeah. man yeah yeah that was a good that was a good good movie that was a good book too dude that movie was better than i thought it would be how about lord of the flies what does that teach kids eh? like a story like that yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, don't get stuck on an island or you're dead. Right. That was the lesson. It's like people well, separating. But there's a little bit of reality in those factions. type of stories. No, yeah. Them the truth it's of human society, which is people are terrible. Yeah. Right. It does. It was so like a like, human nature movie. Right. Exactly. So you inter you interject certain stories like that in youth, and it does provide certain realities that, like you know, maybe are a little bit lacking um, in today's more modern take on things. I don't know. That's really interesting. Uh, I think I, I agree fully. 
Huh. I just never thought about it like that. Could be. I don't need to say Mike Children's movie anymore. Like, <laughs> what is it? Huh? What is it? Like the idea that I had. Can you what give us the highlights? It was Elf. Um, nice. Have Elf, you seen? Yeah, it? Like yeah Will yeah. Ferrell. Elf. But then the the one thing I wanted to change was um, uh, like you know how at the end where it, the not the main lesson, but one of the lessons was like, oh, just believe and you can make the sleigh fly, the Santa sleigh. Oh, the, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But then, as for it for mine, I was gonna change it to just not be a children's movie anymore, and that he like got everyone to believe, and nothing happens, <laughs> so they just cast him out and they think of him as like a weirdo, and he becomes like the Joker type, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a downward spiral of him like like being a uh, getting thrown in fucking asylum. Oh, yeah. Man. Wow. That's pretty intense. And then Will Ferrell playing the Joker. And then he ends up like a criminal, yeah. like yeah, a criminal mastermind. Good. Yeah. I like that idea. <laughs> would, that, would you do like a Christmas Day release on Christmas, that? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that, would be, that would be funny. Um, well, we, you could probably make a good script out of that. All right, let's close off the episode here. And as we usually do, what is a movie coming out relatively soon that you are looking forward to watching? I'll go first. Um, I'm looking forward. Well, I've already said that I'm looking forward to A Quiet Place 2. I'm just going to throw it out there again because I know Carson hates it. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, I'm also looking forward to the live action Mulan movie. Which, because the, the Disney version, I think, was always... It was one of the very good... Uh, I don't know. It's probably one of my favorite Disney movies. It's funny, because I hear that from a lot of people, and I don't even think I've even seen it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Um, as much as I'm sure it's not going to be as good as the uh, original, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm curious to see how they're going to yeah, do a live-action one. I really hope there's an imaginary dragon in it. Yeah, because, <laughs> yeah, like... I watched um, the Aladdin, the, the the remake of it. I only yeah. I only lasted like ten minutes. I couldn't handle it. I had to turn it off. <laughs> None of wow. these have yeah. been good. These like live action Disney remakes, but we all just like I gotta check it out because I love the movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Which is what Disney is banking on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, because like, we're the target market, right? Because yeah. it would have been our ch- yeah. our movies as a youth, and now. But now we gotta go bring our kids to something. So as, might as well be this thing. Yeah. yeah. As much as I didn't yeah. love Aladdin, it was interesting to watch. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I can see myself watching it at some point. Yeah. Um, but for me, my movies, I wrote down a few. I want to see 1917. Great movie. I love war movies, so I want to see that. You'll like it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And then um, Invisible Man. I want to see that. It just seems like a cool type horror movie coming out. So I just saw it's really good. But what I'm curious about is so. It's crazy that you would say that because most people with a horror movie will be like, oh, it was kind of lame. Right? No, it's really like psychological and really well shot. That's cool. That's um, awesome. But part of what the, so they have failed three times at making the Universal Monster Universe um, with the Dracula movie. Is this part of it still? So the Invisible Man is owned by Universal and they have intended to make a, a shared universe where like the Invisible Man and Frankenstein and the mummy all exist. Uh, and the mummy movie with Tom Cruise failed. So this is like the you know who that is? You know Frankenstein, the mummy, and. Who's that other character you named? Invisible Man. Invisible Man. So Invisible Man is okay. like the first in what's going to be a series. You know who? You know what that is all encompassed in? Dark Man. Dark Man. <laughs> <laughs> what's Dark Man? The Liam Neeson movie from the mid nineties. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Interesting. But anyway, so they ditched making like the three hundred million dollar version of these movies, and they're just like, what if we just made like a small good horror movie? And then I think they're gonna try now that this movie has some success that they're gonna be like, let's make a mummy movie, and then let's put them all together. That's pretty cool. But That's like it cool failed three times, so I wonder. Let's try it, but. <laughs> What was the other two that failed? So the Tom Cruise Mummy one. There was a Dracula movie a long time ago that was Dracula really... Untold with, uh, forget his name. No one knows his name. I never heard no, of no, it. No, no, he's the same guy. It doesn't matter. Like, he's um, And then there was a Benicio Del Toro <laughs> Wolfman movie. Oh, yeah. But how old were these? Was these like a long time It wasn't time? that long ago, actually. Oh, really? It's like it's five like, years, maybe? They've been terrible. Yeah, so this is the first one that's good. No. Is this a new director? Uh, yeah. Yeah? So maybe but it's somebody who did, like, um... A couple, like he did a couple Saw movies. He did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what that horror movie. The first Saw movie was great. The first one, the first one I ever saw, like that was awesome. Yeah, he and then, did and then it just became. Like, what's that? Five. What's that? He did like Saw five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that. that really went long. Yeah, yeah, it did. But the it's first, still the going. first, the first yeah. one was so powerful, right? Just like, yeah. Chris oh, Rock's in the new one. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. is he? Yeah. He's directing it. Man, I remember the funniest movie ever was Scary Movie when we see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Right hand. <laughs> I like how like, he's just like banging the, the demon chick on the bed with his hair <laughs> on her head. He's like, don't take it off, you'll ruin it. <laughs> that was so funny. It's just Man. like, who the fuck does that shit? <laughs> like, that's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Quickly, what favorite era of movies? Just quickly. <laughs> favorite era of movies? Yeah, yeah. 50s. 90s. 50s? Wow. Jeez. 90s. I, I agree with that. 90s. Yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. I was going to say 90s or 2000s as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd extend it in there. That was my come up. <laughs> yeah. But most of my favorite movies are in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. What, what, are what are you looking forward to? Oh, man. Like, again, like, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't really follow, like, uh, you know, that much of the new releases coming up, but so I don't know if anything in particular I'm looking forward to. But I would imagine the next movie I really want to see is like a science fiction thriller with like kind of like Event Horizon. Oh right? my with god! Like a little bit of like aliens thrown in there, <laughs> like like almost like a little bit of Doom, right? Like the 2016 one with The Rock, right? But a little bit more cool cinematography, like with aliens and stuff like what that. Dune. Dune, like the I don't old think one. Dune is like any of those movies that no. he just named. <laughs> well, uh, I've seen it before, and like I think it's got really cool cinematography, but I never lasted like long into it. But like, anyways, something like that, and then like fucking a little bit of Death Race with spaceships instead. And, like, fucking, That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, think, I think it'd be pretty good. Something like that. Something like, what was the first movie you said? It was something. Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Horizon. That yeah, movie yeah, scarred yeah. me as a child. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> a pretty, that's a pretty deep one there. Like, yeah, but I like it's, that. It's a haunted spaceship, basically, oh, really? and it's fucked up. Yeah. I'm sure I must have seen it, but I would like to see it again. Yeah, and and I know you're into like, horror movies. Yeah, and, and like, I, like sci-fi. I can, I can watch sci-fi when it's like, like that plausible. Yeah. Right? yeah. So try it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, that one's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't like sci-fi if it's like. More fantasy sci-fi. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> it, it borders it. Yeah. <laughs> it does, but like so the interesting about sci-fi is that's actually like, if that's the shit that we're going to be developing in time, right? But like, are you okay with supernatural horror? Like demons because, like, and shit. Because demons is kind of fantasy. Or about like a bigfoot. I don't know. I, I guess like I I could depending on how it's portrayed, I could see myself enjoying both depending on like. 
how it is actually like personified or whatever. Like if it's grounded, it seems like it should happen. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's reasonable, then yeah. Like even if it's like to an extreme, but still kind of reasonable. Like if it's like the demon's just some fucking alien, right? But they make it plausible that that's (laughs) there. Oh, I 100% believe in aliens. (laughs) Well, they're saying like all kinds of things now. These aliens, yeah. They're gonna. It's gonna be like released, I think, soon, or some story about it as will be. A narrative about aliens, yeah. I Whether heard, it's true or you not. You know, I heard, I heard this too. I heard that um, it's supposed to be like a unifying thing. A what? A unifying Like a globalist thing. agenda? Like a global unifying moment is like the release Like of more propaganda or it's actually true? Yeah, like so I, I heard that it was like going to be like a propaganda effect. Oh, okay. Right? Where it's going to be like... Like a gonna, like, staged, yeah, like staged alien invasions in order to bring... So it's like a false flag thing, a but false from flag, aliens. A false flag to unify the human race. This is the end of Watchmen. Yeah. Essentially. The book, not the movie. Yeah. Or this is the end of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the <true>. book. <laughs> and the movie. <laughs> Bible, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. All the stories are the same, man. Yeah. Right? Maybe. What's the end of the Watchmen? Is it like the world's coming together for some reason? Um, they're coming so together like, against superheroes. No, okay. there's like superheroes. the most powerful. Like he's like basically a god, right? And he's trying to prevent the Cold War because the movie, the book is set in the '80s, right? And they're like at the verge of uh, nuclear holocaust, or yeah, whatever. It it is. Um, or something. And he conjures up an alien that like destroys New York, right? To be like, we need to unite as a species against this, right? Because he's like the smartest person in the world. He's like, this is what's gonna make the world. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. But in the in the meantime, he's sacrificing everyone in New York. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Ten to make it. people. Right, so. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, movie I'm looking forward to is The Way Back, uh, which is a Ben Affleck movie where he's playing a basketball coach, but he's oh. also like someone who's had personal tragedy and he's an alcoholic. Because oh. you you always see the sports movies from the other way around, where it's like here's this great coach like Coach Carter, and it's like it's he's about helping these kids. Um, and now it's kind of like here's a coach who's in trouble and he's finding himself by having this responsibility. Maybe the kids oh, help them like get that's the interesting. Track, that's so. like uh, any given good. Sunday kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a? It, it's it getting good reviews or? Um, I haven't heard too much. It's okay. out today actually. It sounds um, interesting. I um, there hasn't been like a good serious basketball movie for a while. I don't think it's gonna be a basketball movie. Well, like it's there will be around a basketball. Movie. Movie. Are you thinking like a basketball diaries type thing? Because, like, how basketball... I never watched it, actually. You never saw Basketball Diaries? Did wow. you see that I one? I haven't seen it either, Oh, actually. my God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one. A fucking that's good movie. classic. That's, like, yeah. Leo's first movie, isn't What's it? What's that? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, yeah like, in fucking Leo DiCaprio, like, he's in a lot of fucking good movies, right? Toby McGuire's in that too, right? I don't... Actually, I don't remember. Maybe he is. Because they would have been younger, right? It was yeah. like, early teens. But, like, he's... It's, like... It's a basketball movie, but it's about drug use and fucking, like... Just, like, how fucked up he becomes because of it and like the the lows the absolute lows that he goes through it's yeah. a powerful movie speaking, speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio I would say I would say The Departed is like an actual like turning point like with that movie right there you can like see the end of an era of movies and like a new style of movie starting after that movie so The Departed <laughs> is the the last in one generation and the start of a new type of movie throwing that out there. That's not the conversation for another podcast. (laughs) That sounds so interesting. I remember I never liked The Departed. Really? I couldn't even watch it. I watched a little bit. That was a good movie. A lot of people say that. I don't get it. (laughs) But the way back. The way back. (laughs) I gotta give it a go. Oh, it came out today, right? It's coming. Yeah, it's coming out today. 
What's the what's the story? So he's like uh, I don't know exactly, but he's somebody who's kind of he was a college or high school super athlete. He was gonna like go off, and then he drops out for whatever reason, and we learn that there's some personal tragedy he had, and just went from star high school athlete to just drunk, who <laughs> like was self destructive, and now he's trying to get his life back on track by coaching a basketball team. Sounds awesome. Cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. sounds like it could be really inspirational. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, awesome. We will end the episode there. Thanks. Thank you cool. guys for coming. That's yeah. great. Thanks, thanks for having me. me. That's yeah, awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. And thank you guys for listening. We will see you again next month.